0: Deep shock. Deep shock.
1: super hard like oh my god why can't that banana be it, my penis the slightest movement move yes so nothing no arouses me more than the thought of a man eating my penis literally <laughs> <laughs> eating yeah. chunks of my penis off and swallowing it <laughs> you're right. well, that gets me going you're different, absolutely yeah. right paul different strokes for different head. folks <laughs> I, I didn't talk very long
0: Am I sound good sibilance all
1: that crap you uh, sound great oh, he oh, knows good. what he's doing it's the same crowd every week, so he's got it all covered. Oh of my god, sense. he's, he's recording. Out. Yeah, he's welcome he's folks. It sense. is
2: Geek Shock <laughs> <laughs> number two twenty nine. I am Master Torgo, the banana Paul.
1: <laughs> it is Jeff. Captain Luddite. fact check dandy.
2: And we're here to talk weekend geek. Yeah. Uh, Paul's eating a banana.
1: We're all astound. Astounded. Oh, Actually, like savoring I, don't it. I don't know
3: what point you started recording, but I was just musing that in, in the the almost fourteen years I've known Paul,
1: That's a long I have time. never
3: once seen him eat a piece of fruit. Ever.
1: Well, he's not so, a fan.
2: It was... He doesn't, <laughs> I like bananas. We know he hates bananas. Bananas are a little different. Bananas. They've got the, that inherent sweetness. They're like I'll the candy you, of fruit. I'll a, tell you, this uh, this is a
1: 7-Eleven banana, and it's a good one. Yeah, they can... Yeah. You know, it but, really is
2: good. They can do all
1: right.
0: It's really hard to pump in the sugar into a banana, so they're going to be just the same there as they are yeah, you know, but, elsewhere.
1: Well, oh, it's a Del Monte. It's just really good. There you go. There it is. The last he, banana I had was a little... Uh, ripe green green oh, yeah yeah i don't like them i like oh. them a little green but i don't, I don't no i don't, want I don't them like soft. the li- this is this is actually perfect banana i don't like the super mushy banana no no i don't this like is, this is yeah. this You're is this right is perfect there. banana but the too green is an issue yeah but today i've also had a banana smoothie so there you go ah. you look at that kind of feeling banana is this
2: are you just making better choices or that's just the way you feel today i'm making better choices okay, okay. good for you good. Uh, the good.
1: banana liquid form has never worked for me I like it. I like peanut butter banana smoothie. is really good. Those Dice actually are, really are good. pretty good. Uh, no? Oh no! I just love that. That's your better choice, peanut butter and banana. I actually, I actually stopped. <laughs> it is I better. At a, um, I know. I'm the same way. Opening, so. I've got
0: a uh, uh, opening of the uh, Da Vinci exhibit down at Venetian. Oh! And I pocketed a pair, thinking when Paul breaks out the sweetest fish, I'll show him this and see what, show him what a piece of fruit looks like.
2: Pocketed a pair. <laughs> Don't try your alliteration on this show, sir. Yes. I'm still trying to find oh, a you fun to an iteration for the
3: uh the, the fried peanut butter banana sandwich that Elvis yes. used to love.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I haven't, think fa- haven't found a tough. good one.
3: Well, I mean there, there's, there's something to the I mean, the actual frying of the banana and the peanut butter is not difficult. It's like how they prepare the bread, think it's, the just bread, the sandwich, it's dude. like uh I think it's the frying of bread, yeah. not the frying of the peanut butter. It it is, that is. It's, the bread, but, it's like a grilled cheese. It's the bread, but well, sandwich. I've seen two different styles. I've seen one that's kind of a Monte Cristo style, where they they batter dip it and then and then like fry it yeah, a little just bit of oil. Trying to make it
1: fancy, sure. I have a feeling in Elvis's kitchen. Yeah. he didn't have a deep fryer. He I bet this, he did. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would I would well, beg to differ. The man loved fried chicken. <laughs> I understand that after he became rich and famous, he might uh-huh. have. But he, you know, I think he was probably eating the peanut butter and banana sandwich as a child. And as he grew up. It's possible.
0: And I think he was eating it on the softest white bread he could find.
1: Yeah, he got a slice of wonder. He threw a couple bananas on there, some jiff. And then another slice of wonder, threw some butter on both sides and threw it in a you know a grid a pan. A, and
2: you a, could always do that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd
1: I yeah. pre-cook
0: the bacon. I'm not saying I haven't tried it. I
1: can what pre-cook the bacon? The bacon, oh, you know bacon on it. Oh, i wow, thought This was really a, bacon. a peanut know, butter and no banana pre-cooked. sandwich.
0: No. <laughs> I'm mixing that up with the uh, what the heck is it? Down That's like beat?
1: you know what I like in my PB and J mustard. No, what Ugh. it's it's not a PB and J and mustard. It's not a bacon banana and. Peanut butter. I've, I've it's seen a them peanut on, butter and banana. Sandwich. I've seen them on the
0: menu with bacon in it too. I know
1: because everybody wants to make it fancy yeah. and put their own stamp on everything. Just make a burger. Just make a sandwich. <laughs> there's
2: nothing wrong with making it fancy. He's gone right uh, on my head. I can't remember what the name of it is. But there's uh, enough. No, no. There, yeah. it's called uh, Palatable Adventures.
1: I think we're starting to jump the shark when it comes to some of this shit. Nope. I mean, uh, sure. But, well, because <laughs> there's certain flavors that you
3: wouldn't think go together, but they've discovered on a molecular level they actually are. Uh, Parable, I, and I that's that. why they you get like bacon on stuff. Hey, I mean, as, I'm wearing the powered by bacon. As shirt a kid, here, I but, did
1: do the bacon and banana, uh, bacon and peanut butter sandwich. I did do, yeah, that.
3: and it was delicious. Dark chocolate and peanut butter works. Nobody ever thought that would go together.
1: Well milk chocolate and peanut butter goes oh. together why wouldn't dark uh, chocolate milk chocolate's
3: together? not as good i think
0: in my personal no
3: opinion. but i mean
1: if one goes with it why yeah. wouldn't the other that's it's the darker
3: chocolate the, yeah.
0: it's got the, the less got of more, the yeah, sweeter yeah. i got you it's got that same set the red wine's got in it it makes
1: you good you know what i'm saying it's like every person i'm just tired of the gourmet burger that's what like it is every place is a gourmet burger yeah, see, i'm
2: just the opposite i can't get enough of the gourmet burger yeah but now i gotta pay 12 dollars to get a burger uh, not no. true not, you know, true.
1: not true pay 14 you, in my place you got this is there, wow. is there is an amazing truffle burger on the late night menu at yard house that'll blow your fucking mind for four dollars they it'll, are really good it'll blow your fucking mind so as
0: far you know down at the i finally saying, remember but, the name at the uh, beat they have the slap and tickle slap
2: and tickle baby. which is
0: peanut butter yes. is it peanut butter jelly honey jalapeno. bacon and jalapeno yeah.
2: And kinda, it's surprisingly good. You kind of lose me at the jalapeno. Well, no, I,
1: that's
0: it, what I thought. I had it once about exactly. the jalapeno, and damn it, the jalapeno makes a sandwich.
2: Yeah. I was at the beat last night, but I ate at that pork and beans place over at uh, the container park. It? I liked it. I yeah. had a really savory Portuguese sausage sandwich that was absolutely incredible. I got to try one of really?
1: the that, Like I said before, their, their beans are a little al dente for me.
2: They? So I didn't I, have the beans. I went, I went to, to school beans, in New Bedford,
0: has a big Portuguese <laughs> population. So all the pizza, one of the op, one of the topping Wait, ba- options oh, was linguiza, oh, which mm. is your Portuguese sausage.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought you said there was a baked Portuguese population. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh big. Well, I'm sure there they is. They were baked too. I mean, oh, I'm yeah. sure there is. I mean, come on, you're living in Portugal.
0: A lot uh, of fishermen, they get off those boats. They have, you know, it's uh, ten days to spend all the money they made for the month,
1: and uh, yeah, they all get baked. It goes on marijuana. All of it, every nickel. So what uh, geeky things you do this week gentlemen? Well, you and I were talking that I've been playing far too much of Civilization Revolution, the free game on Xbox Live Gold this yeah, month. Yeah, if you're Xbox Gold, you can get it for free. So those of you who have not. And also I got the Toy Soldiers Civil War, and that's a lot of fun too. Yeah, that's Civilization fun. Revolution is great. I
2: bought yeah, it's that fun. game. It's good. It's a good quick 2-hour world domination game. Yeah. Civilization light. If she has the word civilization on it, you yeah. know it's good.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: My my geeky thing was going through all my stuff and figuring out what I'm going to keep. Looking at all my geeky stuff and going, I'm never going to read this again. Yeah, <laughs> been yeah. there, done that. Did you sell a bunch <laughs> of stuff? Are you going to Not sell yet. Stuff? I actually, my, the first thing I did was drop off a box at game night. So here, go through, take this stuff. Um, but yeah, I've got I've got a bunch of graphic novels that I've read once. They're in good shape. I can sell those. You know, I've got some that are beat up that are... Yeah. Well, some of the ones that I've reread a zillion times, I'll be keeping those. I'll be keeping, uh, you know, like Wiener Adventures and Wienertown. How big is your mouth? Plan Apis and a couple of the weird ones that are hard to see around. <laughs> give, it, house. give it, give Look it, give it! What a great I, trend you
2: started, Torgo. <laughs> the, the
0: box of geeky stuff.
2: Give away your goodies, man. Yeah.
1: Well, I took a bunch of stuff to Zia last week and. Boy, did they not want a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> See, that's, that's part of my reasoning. A
0: lot of the stuff I'm, I'm giving away, it's like I could make maybe a buck or two off one of these books, but not likely. They'll probably offer me a quarter. God, I, I'd, be, I'd be much happier to give it to somebody who wants to read it that
1: I know. I was thinking about doing like a garage sale, but that's a pain in the butt.
0: Well, too. I was yeah. thinking about that. what I, what we need to do is a geeky garage sale where we tell the geeky people to come to it. Because I've got stuff. like I, One of the things I found was a uh, Obama Jedi, fi- Jedi figure. Barack Obama as a Jedi, right? Okay. Action figure, and you know, I could try and sell it on eBay. That's a pain in the ass, or I could take it to some, you know, yeah. Has any of you guys tri- done eBay or? I did it for a while. It's it's
3: work. Is it worth it.
1: See, there's a well, there's a of
3: a gold mine idea. A it's geek easier flea now. market, geeky flea market. A geeky yeah. flea I don't know market. if it's a gold
2: mine idea, but it's a good idea. Solid idea. Uh, as far as eBay goes, I have some family members that that was some of their primary income, and they have all gotten out of it. Yeah, uh, because of the prevalence of well, I forget what they're calling it, like a polite scam or something like that. Basically, a lot of chargebacks are happening. People will buy things on eBay. Once it re- once they receive it, they cancel they, the. They do a chargeback on their PayPal account because of the way the PayPal is set up, they, they uh, screw uh, PayPal sides to the consumer over the over the seller. So there's really no recourse when that happens. So you just people lose things plus shipping. Wow, wow, that sucks. Fuck so people you. are getting out of eBay because of that. I sold a beer bottle for eighty bucks on
1: eBay. Craigslist tends to be more face to face. You got to show up. Give me the well, money. Also, eBay is. I've never right, done the Craigslist. The pricing right now is very much in line with uh, Amazon Retail, for yeah. the most part. It's, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, because everybody knows now. That's where no. the
2: sellers are going. They go to Amazon it's for not resale. A lot of deals. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they got,
1: got the Amazon, Amazon
3: storefronts. Well, so Amazon.
1: Forth. Amazon doesn't let you get away with shit. Like That's that. true. That's what I'm saying. That, oh, yeah, you can sell used stuff on Amazon? Yeah. Oh, I, didn't know I buy tons of you stuff on Amazon. And it's I very rare it. that I, was I buy a new it. DVD. Oh, yeah. I guess. A, a yeah. Anyone can set DVDs. up their own
3: storefront mm-hmm. on Amazon. And um, the nice thing is that both the buyer and the seller are equally protected as far as, like, you know, when you, ah, file, a, if you file a grievance or whatever, they, they investigate both sides.
1: Yeah.
2: Interesting. I. Maybe I'll give that a shot. See what what actually, like. in looking at the news today, because interesting, this came up. That, the uh, news today. Oh boy! Right, <sighs> but <laughs> the uh, the problem apparently not just eBay, but just in general online sellers uh, at about 11.5 billion dollars. They lose. Yeah. Wow, that was the. Why number.
1: do people steal? Because uh, well,
0: people stole, are dicks and feel horrible. they, uh,
2: they world owes them everything.
0: Somebody stole my iPad mini off of my desk this week, last week. Uh, really? Yep. Off right off desk. my desk at work. At, at, work. Own, at work. At work.
1: At a reputable,
0: where I felt safe, yes. Yeah. I don't feel safe there anymore. With
1: fellow co-workers that you've known for years.
0: Well, no. That's the thing is we've switched out a lot of people. And we got a lot of you know, interns we, working yeah. there. And... Mm people moving through and workmen still, and you know, there's a lot of people I don't yeah. know who don't
1: know me. Yeah, that's still crappy. That makes no sense. Why how who Why do you steal? To take something off a person's desk and go this is now mine. That's fucking crazy. I I would find finding have, money, finding cash in a random place, walking down the street you find a wallet with right. cash in it. If it's a wallet and it has ID, well, I'm going to get oh, a hold of that, them you're gonna and get then they get, get the money yeah, back. Yeah. But, I mean, but if like, it's just a Pile that's of money. That's the only thing I can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> is like loose cash and coins. And there's that you no can, way you, you can possibly find out who owned it. Right. That you can just kind of go, okay. Yeah. Take. Yeah. I, I mean, Anything else. But different. even that. Yeah. If you have a Wad of 20s sitting on your desk at oh, work, right. I'm not taking the no. Wad of 20s. It's on your desk I'm at work. It it's clearly yours. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, weird. it's crazy. So, so I know that weird. none of our listeners steal, but if you do, stop it. <laughs> um, so your your office doesn't have like loads of
3: cameras, security cameras around it. it Funny you like every that, other that. That was of one the
0: first question they asked me, and I looked around and said, "No, no." I Most know, started, started looking account. at all the objects on the ceiling, trying to figure out what the hell they were. And nope, not a single one's a camera. Oh, there's cameras in the hallways, but that doesn't even do go by the time they got wow. the hallway in their pocket.
1: They're more worried about people breaking in and breaking out than. Sure,
3: I mean, just like the the common trend now though is like every office they're putting camera's in there. So like everything is being recorded. Well, I'll tell you, I've
1: told this story before, maybe on here, but (laughs) office I used to work at getting tagged with graffiti almost every weekend outside outside. Yeah. And so, uh, and I was having to repaint shit. So finally I was just like, I went to my art department and I was like, could you guys make me a sign that says this area monitored by camera 24 seven surveillance? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I put that up and they never fucked with me again. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. So put one of those up in your cubicle,
0: right? I, I'm gonna put it right next to my "Everything is Awesome" poster. I want to put up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it a Lego poster? <laughs> that would be a good little uh, dichotomy, awesome. right there. It'd be a stay nice stay in line yeah. dichotomy. Uh, of man, the geeky <laughs> thing I did this week was I found Baby Metal. Oh, God. Have yeah, you found Baby, baby metal? metal? Is, is that, this a Japanese wait, say, that's metal
2: band? Yeah. yeah. I, you know what? I actually kind of discovered that this week, They're too. so good. I
1: downloaded the whole album. It's wonderful.
2: It's They're awesome. Crazy. They press all my
1: buttons. That fucking Chocolate song. Chocolate is the one that yep. brought me in. Holy shit. <laughs> it's the best on
2: the album by far. If, if you're not familiar, well, not... You, you, do, you explain it. you probably do a better job.
1: All right. Ever wonder what would happen if a Dance Dance Revolution machine got raped by uh, Slayer the band? Well, let me tell you. Uh, no, no, I haven't. I know that's shocking, but basically, I it's it's Slayer and Dance Dance
0: Revolution have a beautiful bouncing baby girl. You're, you're missing the combination of goth and schoolgirl that's mixed in. Well, that's there too. what I
1: mean. But that's yeah. yeah I mean, it's goth schoolgirls, but it's but it's but Dance Dance has a lot of
2: J-pop metal.
1: J-pop, yeah, it's it's J-pop metal. It's amazing. It's really good, and it's it's uh it's tastefully done. It's tuneful without sacrificing either side. That's right. kind of the
2: crazy thing. Right? There's no, like,
1: it's got the harmonics. It's got the the the, the J pop hooks, and it's also got the brutal, brutal metal side. And they, but they, and then it also throws a little hip hop in there.
0: And it also has that weird Japanese uh, music video uh, ultra mime they do.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Do yourself a favor. Check out Baby Metal. Get on that. There's a YouTube video for the. Chocolate song. It's everywhere. Is it though. called chocolate? I mean, it, yeah, it, is. it is. It's called chocolate. It's everywhere. Um, hey, I'd just like to point out. Pretty sure Jeff's just putting lipstick on. But that's <laughs> it's fine.
4: Put that dog down, Jeff. It's fucking chapstick. No
1: no no, that's that's lipstick, my friend. It's pretty red. Someone, it's cherry balm. Someone lip fooled bomb. you in the Jesus Christ. <laughs>
3: Why are your lips so bright red now? <laughs> it's because the first moment you put it on, it he goes slipped. on clear, but it it <laughs> takes a couple seconds for it to go down. <laughs> it, whoa. 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 Is this about the banana? <laughs> Give it a no. couple
1: seconds; it'll go down. <laughs>
0: Everything's about the banana. Come on, Jeff, tell the truth. You look just like Columbia from uh, uh, <laughs> Rubber. Judge <Moore.
1: laughs> it, judge it, judge it, church me. Um, um,
0: that's Susan Sarandon. I don't care. <laughs> just—they to all sing it. it. They all sing the Everyone song. Everyone does dude. at one point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Group.
1: Um. Uh, yeah. So, baby metal, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure it's good. Nothing that you said to describe it would make me want to listen.
0: It does to sound it. like somebody crawled right inside Paul's head and said, "Here's everything you want." So yeah. Boom. Yeah. It. Yeah. Re- I Got was it. like,
1: I was like, oh man. Yeah. I I, I, I debated buying it for about two minutes, <laughs> and then I bought the album because the only reason I debated buying well, it was because I wanted I wanted the hard copy. Oh, okay. I oh, wanted yeah. a disc. You but debated buying something. I thought it was just all straight. Nope. Impulse it. buys. Oh, no, dude. No. You should see my my wish list on Amazon. <laughs> oh, I debate stuff for years. <laughs> I have stuff on there for years, and I wait for this. That it, It's got to be that perfect moment of, do I have a little extra cash? Has it dropped in price a little bit? Do I suddenly have the free time to experience this thing? da 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 And then, boom. So that's why I finally got uh, Maron Call and uh, eight, pentag- eight, eight Pole Diagram. No, Eight Diagram Pole Fighter. Uh,
2: I'm slowly but surely building
1: out this this really strong kung fu movie uh collection. I've got a oh, really okay. good kung fu movie collection already, but it's getting like fucking strong like Bull
0: Eight Diagram Pole Fighter.
1: Eight Diagram Pole Fighter. That's yeah. got to be a mystery. It's a Shaw no, it's a Shaw Brothers classic. It's a Shaw Brothers classic, Eight Diagram Pole Fighter. Really good stuff. Um it's they, they fight with their poles, don't they? They fight with their poles. They unzip their pants, and they just fight with their poles. Well, it's like Kielik from uh, they just... yeah. Soul Calibur. That's pole fighters. paul has been
3: fighting the pole
1: for years. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, and I, I win. I hey, wrestle that caliper. bitch the mat. Speaking as a member of the Polish uh, community, I don't appreciate the <laughs> racial slurs. <laughs> Why don't you go on upstairs, Aunt <laughs> <and> Frank?
3: <laughs> in fact, uh, didn't you just create a giant penis in Torgo's
2: uh... Minecraft oh yeah, game. that's what happened to me in this week. Uh, Paul came to my <laughs> Minecraft world and you know what happened, especially if you follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Did you tweet about it? Did
1: oh, I, I called you it. I, like, oh, yeah. when, you, when
2: you joined me, I was like Paul has joined my Minecraft game. Eventually uh, there will be a penis. And like 45 minutes later, yep, penis. <laughs> so. so,
3: so, okay, we've got the dick covered. Now you just need to make an ass. And the, No, it's, uh, it's a not covered. It's uncovered. Out. It's oh, okay. We made this
1: <laughs> giant awesome penis we you helped? He did. I eventually helped dick because ass fart. I'm like,
2: I'm I'm. It's part of my world. You he helped put well make the mushroom head
1: it. on the top of it. I did. It's awesome. That was my idea. I wrote the word penis yep. in giant block well, that's letters how it in front of his house. Yeah, I started just with writing the word, and so it says penis, and then it says poop. <laughs> so is this a matter of lie down, get it over with?
0: Is that the way you're thinking? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's it's his
2: it's his trend, dick ass fart. No,
3: him. Oh, oh
2: Todd. And of course, my friends come into the world and like, You know, you have a penis in front of your house. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was there when That's it Minecraft. Did they, did they like it? You have to be Yeah, open. they did like it, actually. See? They well, they did, did It's like
1: just
3: because it. they want to let. It's a sign to let people know what kind of a person lives in that house. <laughs>
2: penis and poop. A Absolutely. giant penis. The poop. kind of person It's like having that, that will let anyone that says,
1: create whatever they want to create. It's that right. bumper
2: sticker that says grass gas or ass. Nobody rides. As free. I as I told him, I don't know if I like it, but it is art. I don't know. If, I don't know if spelling the word "penis" is art. You got to see it. You got to see it. It's very Warholian.
0: <laughs>
3: very Warholian. Banana today. I've right?
1: always thought of you as a Warhol,
0: huh? I've always thought of you as a Warhol.
1: <laughs> a nar Warhol,
0: more like a whore haul. oh
1: I did have a whore haul. I wish I should start that moving company all the way across America. Get your whores where you need them. Whore <laughs> you haul the whore haul. Whore yes. haul. The, ba- the, the back
0: of the moving van is is legally a piece of Nevada. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be awesome. Is there a way to transport state across state lines?
0: Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a roving uh, roving ambassador, roving uh, embassy uh, for yeah. Nevada. Emphasis
1: on ass ambassador.
2: <laughs> uh, so, baby metal, baby go metal. get it. Uh, Speaking of Minecraft, I finally made that final step of just absolute deep nerddom, and I modded the shit out of my PC version of it with about 20 mods. I think it's called Attack of the B-Team is the group of mods. So now it's crazy. So now it's a whole new game with lots more stuff in it. It feels like I've started Minecraft all over again knowing nothing. So it's exciting, and it's way, way overwhelming. Now, did Notch leave it.
1: Kind of open like that intentionally? Has he? Has he encouraged? He's he's encouraged the modding community. They didn't.
2: They make any kind of like official modding tools, but he's also said that do what you want with it. So basically, he he doesn't support the mods as far as like you know you might break the game. Just realize if you do that, right? You know he's not promoting them, but he's not he's not taking
1: any action against them or anything,
2: right? And there is actually built into it the game itself the area where you can select mods so it's he actually has helped the mod community oh great and getting that into there well i would think so. at this time he's thinking
1: i probably made enough money go good go ahead guys i don't know if he's thinking that but he sure is making the money and, well, and, it's it's and, 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 well nope. and he's probably thinking worst case scenario this will just make me more money
0: right exactly it, it, it makes people play the game longer and makes more people buy it because it's worth it too yeah, zoo. yeah mm-hmm. sure
2: but it's, it's modded to the crazy extent that you can build sh- spaceships that will take you space to ship. other planets. Space ship, space ship, space ship. Uh, you can build quantum machines. It is like really deep, nerdy <laughs> super builds. Holy shit. And they add like hundreds of plants, hundreds of biomes. It's, it's a whole new Minecraft, man. They wow. haven't seen it yet, Jeff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you still like going back to the Xbox version? The, I do. The I vanilla? still
2: I still enjoy the vanilla because there there is something to that. Uh, there's no surprise anymore as far as like what you can do with the mechanics of the game. Of course, that will change when they update it again. Right. But that creativity is still there to build whatever you want with the tools that you have. Have you met his dead brother yet? Uh, oh, Hero Brian? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I have no proof he exists. Mm. Have you? No. Just reading pastas and whatnot. Yeah, Hero Brian's a, It's out there. there. There are people that have created servers that uh, they work as an administrator, invisible themselves, put on a Hero Brian costume, and then run around and, and grief people and uh, Gross. prank them. And it's actually kind of fun to watch. Well, if, I guess if it
1: was a funny YouTube thing, it usually is a Do funny they go YouTube like, thing. Ooh! Well, he usually
2: likes <laughs> fucks with them a little bit by, like, you know, knocking out torches because he's invisible. So, like, all of a sudden it's dark you know just really weird weird things. It's a scary game anyway. Yeah. So Do you
0: have any do you, do you have any pasta news in your news?
2: Pasta news. Like creepy pasta news? Pasta news. news I already
0: say creepy pasta it reminded me. No, they actually uh, a pastafarian uh, candidate actually made it into office in New York.
2: <laughs> Shut up. What? <laughs> It's, uh, it's
0: like some minor, like city council assistant yeah, or something. Th- it's a minor th- position. Yeah, but. I
2: think I think I had it on our news like a couple of weeks ago. And I ended up excising minor it position because, or minor arcana. It is, like like on a board or something. So, so but it's coming. Tip of the spear.
0: Tip of the pastafarian spear.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> news you don't give a shit about. I think that might have been.
2: That's part of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Touched by his noodly appendage.
2: Uh, I'm gonna launch it with the uh, story that's forwarded to me by Commander K. Oh, uh, who should actually uh, be here in uh, what I think like a week? Or next two. week? Yeah, next week. Is it next week? Very exciting. Yeah, it's a, it's the 18th. So yeah, yeah. Next week? I believe so. For sure. Next Tuesday. Yes. All right. <laughs> Unless something happens, so that's. Well, the first oh one. no!
1: You seem. <laughs> <laughs> you seem incredulous. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: Uh, news you don't give a shit about, there's been a few Kickstarter failures. Uh, we've talked about some mm-hmm. of them. Uh, uh, the last one we talked about was uh, Eric Chevalier, who's a uh, doom-that-came-to-Atlantic-City campaign raised $122,874 on a $35,000 goal, and he managed to spend virtually all the money without producing a single copy of the game. Then there's this, John Campbell's Sad Pictures for Children. Campbell is the author of the webcomic Pictures for Sad Children, he uh, self-published his first book, Collecting the First 200 Comics, in 2011, and launched a Kickstarter campaign in April 20, 2012 to fund a second volume. He set a goal of $8,000 and raised over $51,000. Unlike Chevalier, the uh, Campbell managed to print the books and began distributing them to the backers, but he quickly became disillusioned with the level of effort and cost involved. As complaints from his backers mounted, and apparently Furious Campbell posted a video showing him burning 127 copies of the book, one for every email he received requesting an update. In a rambling and nonsensical update, Campbell vents his wrath at his backers, saying no more books will be mailed, and that he'll burn one copy of the book for every attempt to contact him asking for more money. Uh, this t- And also he's asking for more money, this time with no promises attached. This is his actual quote. I shipped about 75% of Kickstarter rewards to backers. I will not be shipping anymore. I will not be issuing any refunds. For every message I receive about this book through email, social media, or any other means, I will burn another book. If you would like a refund, please contact a fan of my work directly for your money. This is where the money would come from anyway. I'm cutting out the middleman. You could try to harass me or inconvenience me or tell other pe- people negative things about me or this Kickstarter in the hope that this will affect me negatively. But be aware that every attempt to contact me about this book will individually result in the burning of a book until all the books are gone. I want direct funding for my living necessities. I am looking for people who do not feel they need to see any return, in quotes, on their investment, unquotes. In <laughs> I'm looking for people like me who were born with a lot of privileges, but who have had the awareness and emotional stability to keep their bucket under the faucet when the money comes out. I'm not looking for the support of anyone who wants a book or wants to see me put stick figure comics on the internet. I do not need the support of anyone who thinks that I will deserve to eat and sleep only after I have fulfilled some standard they've chosen to hold me to. I'm looking for people who believe that if you spend your life in a small room thinking you deserve to live and breathe the same amount as someone who spends their life doing intense physical and mental labor. I love to hear that there are people interested in meeting another person's need directly with no hope of reward of any kind, unquote. As Blackgate put it, quote, it's hard to determine from the last paragraph if he's in the middle of a complete breakdown, engaged in a philosophical attack on capitalism or both, and comic site Bleeding Cool calls his rant bizarre, a lot of psychobabble which makes Shia LaBeouf look like handicap. And my th- my favorite one, uh, Aja Romano at the Daily Dot wonders, quote, "Is this a Kickstarter scam or performance art?" Unquote. I don't think it's performance art. So hey. you think that that he, he meant all that is like, give me money for nothing. Well, I think nothing, it's or- one of
1: those things. I th- I've, I've read this too, and I guess a lot of people are having similar things come down where they they don't anticipate international shipping rates and that kind of thing, and they don't ask for enough money initially for the product they're going to give. And then it all comes down. It's not easy. I mean, no, you well, that's, that's what happened with the,
2: the Chevalier, you <laughs> know,
1: Andy and I put together, uh, our Christmas bus this year and, you know, we had it printed by a third party and sold from them. Right. So we didn't have to do any kind we didn't kickstart it we didn't any, any kind of shit. So we didn't make any promises. Um, but we didn't make any money no. <laughs> we lost money. I put my own capital yeah. down to get the thing printed off. And, uh, I, I mean, I'm pleased that it got out there, but you're not going to, you're not going to, well, here's not going to make any money. <laughs> I think a lot of people are like, Hey, I'll do a Kickstarter. If you give me 10 bucks, you'll get a free copy of the book, but they know what they're planning is. A lot of people are going to give me a thousand dollars. And I'll give them a copy of the book that's signed, or whatever. The you know what I mean? They don't think that what they're going to get is a hundred thousand people going. Yeah, I'll give you ten bucks for
2: a copy of the book.
1: Yeah. Sure. And now they got to make ten hundred thousand books,
2: and and they've charged ten dollars a piece for each one.
1: Yeah, which is probably should have been charged fifteen or twenty for the book. Right. And so they, it's the Kickstarter is a funny little thing, and it, sometimes it's awesome, but. I mean, I think he got in over his head. I think it's also a prime example of when a business grows faster than somebody's prepared for it to grow. Like, he didn't have the system in place to produce that many books that quickly for that many people. And I understand it gets crazy and havoc, and you don't know how to deal with it all, but you can't blame the people who, in good faith, gave you money. Oh, absolutely. And you, in good faith, said. He's losing his fucking mind. No, yeah. He has snapped and has forgotten the deal he made with the thousands of people he said he would do that For with. any author, quote-unquote, to burn a book, that's kind of gross. It's, it is gross. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It's crazy. Whether it's your own work or not, it's just gross. He has snapped. So barely. we agree this guy's a little
0: trout waka waka but the guy that wrote the article here... What's the whole thing with Shia LaBeouf to Andy Cap? That's a rim,
2: uh, no one goes to Andy Cap, yeah, but no. it is Comics Alliance, so they're a little more, you know.
0: Yeah, but Andy Cap isn't the terror, uh, isn't the you know the paragon of stability. I mean, he's a wife beating drunk that beats people in rugby.
2: <laughs> well, so is Shia LaBeouf. So there you are, allegedly.
0: <laughs> was he allegedly? I hadn't heard any of that about Shia LaBeouf? I married? just heard that he was
2: no, an ass plagiarist. He's none of those things. No.
1: Not, yeah, Crazy. it's
2: it's a shame on a lot of levels. It's just the biggest Kickstarter meltdown yet, and it's which one of, raises the bar, folks. When I first it. heard about uh, Kickstarter
1: and Indiegogo, I was like, really? Is this working? People aren't taking advantage of this? And when it was small enough... And there were enough like nice people, but like anything else, yeah. like we were just talking about eBay. Yeah. You know, if it's going to happen on eBay, how the fuck is it not going to happen on Kickstarter? But you know what? If you if good you point. if you handle it appropriately, and you got your, it can be ducks awesome. in a row, It can be good. I I loved. I got MSI. I got my. But I've had trouble with it before. Them. Where I'll give to somebody to do an album or something, and then I get the code from them, and the code doesn't work, yeah. and I never get the album. That happens and- a lot of times. I just. I'm at the point now where I give if I can give them money over, it's like goodbye. No, I don't expect. Well, to get that, yeah, and return. that's it's that
3: way with any investment. Yeah. You have to be willing to accept the fact that you are giving somebody money. That ninety nine percent of the time, you are not going to get any kind of return on your investment. But it's thing, just but and the thing about the thing about
1: that. System is that's not what it's supposed to be. No, that's And, well, and if, that's was, not if that was implicit in the in. language, if that was implicit in the language, like, hey guys, this is an investment, and ultimately you might not see your reward or the thing yeah. that you ordered, quote unquote. So, yeah, but but if I get enough money, it's, I, I mean, guarantee just, you will get what you asked for. Right.
3: But it seems like from the, the the ones that I've I've read on there, you know, yeah, they're they're saying, okay, if I get X number of things, I'm going to you know give out these gifts as a reward. But it still seems like when you read the fine print on that stuff that there's still – it's a chance that if they get enough money, you're still not going to get it.
1: There's still no guarantee. Yeah, exactly. No guarantees there's just In life. No, I understand No guarantee. That. But at the same time, it just – and then to go on that uh, – the clear sign that he snapped is like, I just want somebody to pay me a lot of money so that I can sit in a room and eat and drink and shit and breathe. I don't want to have to produce anything ever. I just want to be get paid to sit and think and not share well, my that's knowledge. What, that's what's, what's so my, weird because, like, what are you talking about? We'd all love a patron saint that expects nothing in return. Yeah,
2: that's called a sugar daddy or sugar mama.
1: And they get one and then they expect
2: and, you and to fuck them. Ju- and that's just it. I don't know this guy. I don't know where. <laughs> whether he believes what he's saying or if he's being sarcastic or if he's he's, yeah doing some weird thing with that like artsy wise Mm -hmm. kind of trying to make some kind of point i really don't know where he's coming from
1: well if he's trying to make a point it's a stupid point it is a stupid point and it is this point is you're all asking me to do what you what i said i would do and i don't want to because it's really hard so my point yeah, is really, this is harder than you all realized yeah. it would be.
2: It does yeah, it does not lessen the dick factor. There's
0: no No, it's
1: harder than you realized it yeah. would be. Yeah. It's, it's well, even, it's, you
3: know
0: that I was a snake when you took me in. Yeah,
3: it's yeah. Unris- unrealistic expectations on all sides, basically. Yeah.
1: I don't think I don't think from the investor it's unrealistic no, to I say so. you got all your money. Where's what you promised I would get? Basically, I paid you in advance for something that didn't exist in order to get a I paid my Star Wars card, starter card. I yeah. bought that starter card. I better get those fucking dolls when they show up, when they're finally available, right? Yep. We all expected it, and guess what? Kenner came through eventually well, for everybody. Especially when the product did exist, and he sets it on fire. Yeah, yeah. That's, the, that's the part that part <laughs> yeah. over for me. Here it is. Here it is. You could have it, but you're all being so mean about it, so I'm just going to be a crybaby and burn it. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck anybody who burns any book. It's
0: gross. That's true. Kind of makes me want to do it in front of him now, though. <laughs> well, I mean,
1: don't get <laughs> me away wrong. From my shelves. <laughs> don't get me wrong. If it if it's like really like end of dimes and I'm really cold, like a phone book, you can burn that. You could burn a phone book. That's ho- that's horrific. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a phone book would be okay. Sure. I mean, uh, as long as it's like...
2: That's kindling anyway.
1: How about a phone book that's at least five years old? You can't old? use it for anything. We're not going to lose any sleep it's over five. an extra copy of Twilight. I'm just talking. <laughs> it's just not, it's not something I, I encourage 8, at all. 8,000th copy of uh, not any th- uh, Sleep uh, Harry Potter, right? It's like Sleep a, Harry Potter? What? Sleep, was in Harry sleep Potter. with ha- sleep was was Harry Potter. Sleep with Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> uh, once you get in there, you I- can't I- sleep. Humongous! <laughs> I'm Dude. telling you, once you
2: get in here! you can't sleep. It's just not possible. Mm. Oh. I just wish they hadn't written that scene in Parseltongue. Mm. It's
1: All hard right. to decipher. <laughs>
2: Maybe for some of you.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just a bunch of S's. Four chapters with nothing but the letter S. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> You're talking about it. Jump the Shark. Fifth fifth chapter in that you, you book. Really read good it, good it, would be, it would
0: be the, uh, the uh, What the hell's the book? Damn it! Ah.
1: Lost What's it from? What's the book You're from? Lost. Freaking
0: bondage book that everyone's reading. Shades oh, of gray. Shades of gray. It could be the Harry Potter Fifty Shades of Gray. It could be, be Parseltongue.
1: Fifty Shades of Harry. <laughs>
0: Fifty Harry Shades.
2: <laughs>
1: of Hermione. <laughs> Weekend geek. Yay.
2: Next month, BBC America will premiere a four-part documentary series titled "The Real." Oh, quick, funny story. Oh. <laughs> Really? really so, friend
1: of mine last really? night was talking about i've been meaning to tell she's, you Paul she was talking about like, strong suit is segways she was like, hey she's like hey uh i want to know if uh if this is uh if this was a faux pas on twitter and uh and she's like uh somebody some one of her friends had tweeted um like uh let's all admit it um i can't i'm 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 changing the context here exactly, but it was something like uh Let's all admit it. um, the The Duke boys, or whatever it was, you know, the TV show uh, shaped my uh, shaped my uh, my vision of men.
2: Great story, forever,
1: right? And then she and she wrote back. She wrote back, not me. Hashtag BBC shaped how I view men. Not me. Hashtag BBC. Okay. So, in the context of the internet world... Oh, no. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, that shaped your influence of men? What? Big, beautiful what? (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Kind of terrible. You guys don't
1: watch enough porn. I know what it means. (laughs) I just don't find it funny. (laughs) (laughs) That someone would hashtag BBC saying that the the British Broadcasting Corporation is what shaped her idea of men, but... She so so meant
3: internet big black cock. I know she didn't
1: mean big black cock. She, she meant BBC. BBC. That's the thing. She meant mm-hmm. the BBC, not.
3: Oh, she wasn't aware of what she. No, was she. Went, and then okay. she went, "Oh
1: shit!" Still oh, in- the
0: broadcasting company. Oh, for God's <laughs> sakes. <laughs>
1: That's like I got a, ass. I got a buddy that every time we would talk about doing a movie, and I'd say uh, we need a DP. He'd be like, "Double penetration." I'm like, "No, dumbass." <laughs> every time, well, dumbass is not called DP. <laughs> I mean, DA.
3: Some DPs are dumbasses though. DVDA. <laughs>
1: So what were you starting to say before you
2: were I so rudely interrupted? I do Something about like BBC America. The words BBC
1: were said, and Paul lost it. Okay, there it is. <laughs> His brain went kink, 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 kink. Somebody you know, mentioned that. Also, also, he was like, I can't help the big black cock. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Lex Steele? What's it? No, Lex Steele. That porn am, star? I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. He's the king of the BBC. Okay. okay. Good for Lex. Oh, man. Good for Lex. It's like there's a truck parked in his pants. Just saying.
2: BBC America will premiere a four-part documentary series titled The Real History of Science Fiction, which will chart the development of the genre through four major concepts, uh, the sci-fi stories that embody those concepts, and the creators who told those stories. Here's the official synopsis from the uh, network's website. Quote, the uh, real history of science fiction delves into the real history of science fiction with filmmakers, writers, actors, and graphic artists looking back on their experiences. And how their obsession and imagination has taken them into an unknown. From Star Wars to 2001 Space Odyssey, from Jurassic Park to Doctor Who, each program is packed with contributors behind these creations and traces the development of robots, space, invasion, and time. Narrated by Mark Gaddis, a, a Doctor Who writer and actor and co-creator of the BBC's Sherlock, the series determines why science fiction is not merely a genre for its audience. It's a portal to a multiverse, one that's too easy to get lost in, unquote. And here is a list of writers, directors, and actors partaking in the series. William Shatner, Nathan Fillion, Zoe Zaldana, Stephen Moffat, uh, Richard Dreyfuss, Chris Carter, Rod, uh, Ronald Moore, uh, John Landis, David Tennant, Christopher Lloyd, Rugger Howard, John Carpenter, Karen Gillian, Neil Gaiman, um, Kim Stanley Robinson, who wrote the Mars Trilogy, Scott Bakula, Ursula K. Le Guin, that's, uh, she wrote The Left Hand of Earth's, Darkness, yeah. uh, Sid Mead, uh, Kenny Baker, Anthony Daniels, uh, Nichelle Nichols, Peter Weller, Edward James Olmos, and quote, many more.
0: Did unquote. I, I miscount or in that giant list did you only list three writers?
2: Uh, i I've seen they're in the many more category. But oh, yeah. Okay, because people don't because that's not what excites people, people go, on BBC yeah. television. If it doesn't and, have and, Alan
0: Dean Foster, and you also have
3: to remember a lot of those names, they also write. So I think they try to group it all. Well, into but it's also ones. like, like write, actor, writer, director, etc.
1: Most people aren't going to be like, oh yeah, that writer, that writer, yeah, that writer, and okay.
0: there is there is that,
1: that too. Sounds awesome.
0: Also, just because you can write doesn't mean you can speak. Well, right. Not too. You're a perfect yeah. example. Exactly. Whoa. Did you see? Wow. The,
1: uh, the, what do you call You're the welcome ma- for not-
2: saying you can write. Was it Masters yeah. of Science Fiction? Was that what it was called? Yeah. The- that, that was, uh, the, it was basically Twilight Zone for science fiction. No no, yeah. no, 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 no. This
1: was a different thing. This was like the, the. it's on Netflix right now. It's like the, the future. Prognosticators of sci-fi, something like oh, okay. that. Uh, the fathers of the future of science fiction, something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't watch a, it, but sounds I saw good. It. It's really good. Did you see it, Andy? No, I haven't. Shit, I'm mangling the name, but it's basically like it focused on. I think there's only six episodes, but it focused on writers who predicted stuff that actually came through came through came in be, their yeah. lifetime. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, things that that they wrote about or envisioned in their stuff that. Became, that seemed preposterous science right. fiction. And yep. then came there's, to there's the whole, there's a Roddenberry one. There's a George Lucas one. There's Philip K. Dick is the, is the wild one. Oh yeah. It gets really, really crazy. That one's great. Just watch the Philip K. Dick one. And and that one, that one sent me down a rabbit hole, with a bunch of other Philip K. Dick stuff. That's a character. That guy. Yes, he Holy is smokes. Holy but this I sounds think. awesome. This sounds a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: yeah. So next month, I, guess oh, I did come have out. a
1: frustrating geek moment. Oh yeah. Uh, did this, you now? this week? Uh, for all the advertisement that I saw for Cosmos, not a one of them said what time it was happening on that <laughs> So I didn't see it because I was like, where is it? What time is it happening? I think they just assume everyone DVRs well, now. I said DVRs Sunday now. at 9. No, none of, none of the commercials I saw said Sunday at 9. Wow. I saw Nat Geo 10 o'clock. That's, you, that's an ad I an, saw. It's an, on like yeah.
2: 14 different channels. Yeah. It's, it's on
1: Fox and National Geographic. Well, what did it... Uh, <laughs> I think Seth MacFarlane tweeted. He said twelve million viewers, seventeen million after factoring in DVR. Yeah, yeah. which now so has
2: covered that story. So yeah, oh sorry, no, that's um, fine, boy. All means,
1: but uh, yeah, no, I, I did. You guys see it? Yeah, yep. yeah. I wanted to see it. I just missed it. So you I still it. can. It's, yeah,
2: it's it's, it's, it's
3: everywhere still. Repeats. Yeah, um, well, I'm sure they'll
1: eventually do the whole marathon of the. If whole you thing.
3: have cable, it's on demand. Uh, you can also watch it. I believe it's on, on, on natgeo.com. dot com.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, they
3: they have um uh, not for pay episodes uh, online for free so yeah, i mean there's 100%. several different ways you can still see it
1: but it was one of those like that night i was like where is it where i know it's supposed to come on now and yeah, i was, it was like, on, like on national geographic and fox and i was like is the first airing on fox or national geographic they were, all, they were all they were
3: all airing like simultaneously it yeah. was on fx it was on was on fox on fx it was on nat geo well actually I, you know
1: what i went online to look it up and it took me a bitch of a time <laughs> To find what fucking time it was on. There's was so really many weird. people
0: commenting on stuff that when you actually Google the actual thing, it's hard to find the actual the site actual sometimes. The actual
1: information for the site that gave me the... I and by it. the time I found it, I was like, well, it's like two hours ago. What the hell? <laughs> but it re at lot.
3: midnight that same night.
1: <laughs> see, I didn't see that.
3: <laughs> and then again at like 2
1: a.m. Well, this will... But that was on National Geographic Fox, Fox on yes. all and I don't is, have National Never oh, watch okay. anything but Fox. <laughs> So You'd be amazed at the press releases oh, I
0: get that are missing some critical information like yeah. when an event is happening or where an event is happening, and then weird. you'll go to their website, and it's not there either, and it's like,
1: okay. I mean, I know I'll eventually get to see it. It's not, a, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was a weird, like, somehow I never heard the time, and so, and I knew, okay, Sunday, it's happening at some point on Sunday, you know, and I and I watched, uh, what's its but uh, Walking Dead, but... But that was at nine.
3: I will just warn you, though, if you start recording it, uh, set it up to record a little bit longer. Because well, I, I don't have the DVR option okay. right now. Well, because so. I recorded it, the recording started on time. The previous program ran a minute over, and so that went. And a so or two the late. whole last minute, where Neil deGrasse Tyson is going into this really intriguing story, got cut off.
1: Awesome, <laughs>
0: the very last story he's he telling. It's like. Now you don't know who's responsible for the Big Bang. No, I know. I'm just oh. saying. some fellow named
1: Steve. Oh, we know it's Lex. Uh, the oh yeah. BBC. Uh, I just no, got it was a, a text. It was a Cyberman
0: <laughs>
3: explosive in Doctor Who. I just
1: got a text from my wife, um, and I just want to mention this real quick because uh, this is for local Vegas people, uh, for anyone. anyone, anyone. My wife works at Gap. My wife works at Gap. And they're having the the gap, and they're having the friends and family weekend this coming weekend. Oh, okay. And Mr. Andy Taylor has been kind enough to volunteer his services for tips. He's going to be doing awesome caricature work over at my wife's Gap store. You just put your tip in, right? (laughs) Uh, Up on uh, yeah, B B C tips. B B C tip. tip. Just Just the B (laughs) B C because the tip is all you need with the B B C because that's like a regular. (laughs) Um, But uh, up at uh, Rampart Commons, which is behind the P F Chang's, it's at. Charleston and Rampart, Rampart. Uh, Way up on the west side Near Summerlin if you guys are interested But uh, go check out Andy Doing awesome character you know,
0: work it's this tip Saturday tip what you want but I will take money or iPads Right See,
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing they didn't mention the commercial is what time?
0: Uh, 1 to 3 one to, 1 to 5 I'll be there until 3 I think Nice. 1 to
1: 5 Alright I'll be there at 5, five. <laughs> It says 1 to 5 I know it says uh, 1 to 5 I, You're going to make some money man Alright I'll be there <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. How hilarious. Yeah, so come see and, get but, some art. But Anne wanted a personal one with her and I. Aww. And I was like, and she was bummed because I'm not gonna be out of work quite in time. I'll be getting home around five or five thirty. So I said, well, he'll just have to come and do yeah, a special session. Yeah, i mess you up sometime. That's not a problem. That'd I love the idea of you guys, like, sitting down for a portrait session to get mm-hmm. a caricature. With yeah. Christmas <laughs> draped well, around each the of uh, their shoulders. Andy made this awesome one that I've got somewhere. I think it's in one of my Tupperware boxes tucked away. He did an awesome caricature of me in the Transor Z armor back at uh, Comic-Con many years ago.
0: Nice. Wow. I can't remember what the hell the Transor Z armor oh, is, cool. but I drew it, huh? Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Because I, I just bought the doll. So you were like, oh, I see that. Transor Z. Everybody knows Transor Z? Yes. Everybody say yes. Mas- yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course we do. Lying <laughs> <Like> assholes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Great Mazinger. Transor Z. God, we almost got away with that, guys. <laughs>
2: okay. For those out there who don't know what Transor Z is. What is Transor Z? <laughs> Transor Z is a
1: crazy <laughs> anime that came out in the late 60s, I want to say, early 70s, and I watched it as a kid. It's nuts. It's one of those things that you would recognize it right. if you
3: saw a picture here. You let did. me. Uh, oh, yeah. all right. I, n-
2: I know what you're know. talking about. Uh, it's the, does they, it does sound familiar. The, I know you've they had it the,
3: the 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 robot toys hit America. They they launched the fists. They popped off the right. took the There were Transor um, Z
1: toys at the same time as those Godzilla toys. They were the same size. They were roller skate. On yeah, the yeah, yeah, they yeah. just Wait.
3: touched on it on the last episode of Toy Hunter as well. Okay. Um, mm. were, uh, they, were they called Sierra Shogun touched. Warriors? It's,
1: so they have
0: a Shogun Warrior. There he is. It.
1: That's Transor Z. They touched your Transor Z. No, they're yeah, not. Called, they, they, they called those Shogun Warriors here.
0: Yeah, yeah they did.
3: They, they, okay. they renamed yes, them. You're right. They, they renamed the, them here in the uh, in and the U S. Who you knew correct. that
2: a legacy of launching fists would follow Paul for in the, the rest <laughs> of his evenings? Because in the '70s, who I knew. So anyway, America couldn't handle
1: the name Transor Z. In the '70s, no, America couldn't. Right, they had to be sent samurai warriors, because people would be like, what the fuck is Transor Z? I got it in the 80s as a kid, and it said, Transor Z. What they couldn't handle was Great Mazinger, which is what it's really called. Well, Great Uh, Masturbator. (laughs) The Great Masturbator. Yeah.
3: They couldn't handle Great Mazinger, but they could
1: handle Transor Z. I
3: thought it was Mazinger Mazinger Z. It's Great Mazinger. It's Mattingly. Mattingly. Spell with two Ts. T's. Spell
1: with two Ts. But the crazy thing about that thing was they had this female... uh, Robot that is crazy, whose titty flipped up and had missiles in well, it. Well, duh, it stuck with me for a long time as a kid. Hey, if it was I awesome. built probably very a- formative of that
0: yeah, right. explains so much about your upbringing. That it really does. <laughs> if
1: I had a male robot that shot his fists out, and I made a female robot, of course she's going to shoot missiles out of her tits. Hello, hell? it's called Austin Powers.
0: Yeah, wasn't one of the Transformers when you were folding it up part of the thing it was, it was it turned into a gun, and when you're folding it, the barrel basically came out of the crotch.
1: Uh they're, they're, there there the one. old Megatron he doesn't have uh, a they actually a recently had, had it on, on, on comic book men they had one of those they had one of the old megatrons uh, it was i th- i think it was a megatron they had a basically the barrel was a giant penis yeah right. so it might have been that transformer yeah it was a bbc btc uh, no it had nothing <laughs> to do with doctor who no. Quack,
2: uh, quack, in more quack. documentary news at the South by Southwest Interactive Was there previous Festival. previous documentary
1: news? Well, yeah, the
2: four-part documentary series called The Real
1: History oh, of oh, Science Oh, okay, Fashion. I'm sorry. We, got, we went down a bit of a rabbit hole, so it's all good.
2: That doesn't happen. Rabbit that hole. That never happens
3: Paul. on this show. Uh, I'm never at the South by Southwest
2: Paul. Interactive Festival in Austin over the weekend, uh, Marvel announced Tales to Astonish a new series of short documentaries that will chronicle some of the biggest Marvel Comics stories ever told and analyze them in a larger context based on their major themes and concerns. Quote, we've published some amazing stories over the year, and there are a lot of metaphors in the stories we've told over the years, said John Cirilli, uh, Marvel's vice president of digital content and programming. Marvel has yet... To be, uh, Marvel has been at the forefront of some pretty groundbreaking endeavors. We just want the world to know that, yes, we do tell great stories and they happen to be superheroes, but there's a lot more involved, unquote. The series will kick off with a 13-minute documentary titled Tales to Astonish Civil War, which will focus on the 2006-2007 Marvel event by God, Mark Miller that long? Steve, Steve Mc- yeah, McNevin. That's fucked up. Right? That is really fucked up. Welcome. Welcome to now. It feels movie. like yesterday. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, you're an old man. Just, uh,
0: I know <laughs> that those robots were called the Shogun Warriors because of a comic from about 1979,
2: I think. Yeah. In Civil War, I feel your pain. No,
0: but that's that's how I knew. Remember, they were Shogun Warriors. At <laughs> the same time, Marvel was doing Godzilla comics. They were doing a Shogun Warrior comic. Hilarious.
2: Civil War, of course, bit, pitted hero against hero as they battled over the implications of the Superhero Registration Act and the themes of privacy, power, and freedom that it explored. Uh, to direct the doc, Marvel drafted acclaimed filmmaker Eric Durath, whose 2008 boxing documentary, Assault in the Ring, earned him an Emmy Award. The documentary will also feature a number of interviews with Marvel superstars. Uh, as alongside- like Spider-Man? Uh, like uh, Clark Gregg, Spider-Man? Joss Whedon, Stan Lee, Brian Michael Bendis. Do they get Spider Man? They finally timed down uh, alongside cable news hosts like Tucker Carlson and Chris Hayes. Which oh, weird Tucker um, Carlson.
1: Oh no! Marvel has yet, uh, not yet Such announced. Delicious thighs. Oh no, he is he is without merit. That and young man. That is
2: why he wears the bow tie. Fuck that guy! <laughs>
1: Fuck that guy in the I
0: don't neck. think I know. Is, is that the guy from F Troop? What? Tom yeah, Mario. he's the guy from F Troop.
1: Yes. When all else fails, they're from F Troop. Is he from F Troop? <laughs> yes. Surprising. There were a lot of... It's a lot. really surprising show. You would be surprised how many people started in F Troop. <laughs> well, a little known fact. <laughs> it was its day's laugh-in. Uh, well, I think it was at the same time as laugh-in. That's what I'm in. saying. Yeah, so that doesn't make... No- it usurped I've never it. seen that man before in my life. <laughs> Who? You haven't seen Tucker your- Carlson? Count yourself lucky. Well, he's kind of flipped the script. He started off kind of intellectual and interesting, and now he's just gotten on the Republican feed bag and just gets really...
2: Jingoistic and strange. It's gross. It's gross to hear him talk.
0: Is he on Fox?
1: Exactly. Ah, but it's okay. interesting
2: that they've they've countered him with Chris Hayes, who is an MSNBC oh show right. commentator. So, so I'm I'm sure they're just mm-hmm.
1: drastically different. Oh yeah, I mean it's different. Different sides of the same picture. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, the what do you want to drink from the? Ch- the I have stopped, between, guys. I have stopped watching the news. Oh, yeah. I have stopped. Well, we were it. talking about that earlier. Yeah, three days it took me before. And was like, Did you hear about that plane? I'm like, What? I don't care. I only know about it because <laughs> of no, Facebook. I mean I care a little bit, sure, the, the human the human cost. Yeah. And I care because it was aliens. But <laughs> otherwise Was that like I'm
0: trying to remember, was that your Facebook post? Not about, the Bermuda about Triangle? How fast did it get to the to the lost
3: you somebody, can somebody,
0: no, somebody posted post. somebody posted. I I've, I've been out of it for a while. How long did this airplane thing happen before people started talking about oceanic airlines?
3: Right. Oh yeah. God! Does anybody remember yeah, Occam's to... Razor? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The simplest
3: explanation is usually the the, the, the most yeah, what, true. Yeah. I just I swear to God, like people go to yeah, alien abductions and Bermuda well, Triangle you hear, and all of this.
1: When crap. you hear hoofs pounding, you think horse, not zebra. Yeah. Well, the, the thing that's the thing that's going on. It is a little weird, is that there's no debris found of yet that they can specify.
0: Well,
3: there's they also believe a- it crashed in the ocean. So right. I mean, and the fact that they don't know exactly where it would have crashed after it was lost off of the radar. Of course, it's going to take them some time sure. to find that. There's Especially also when you a get, that that there's
2: no smoke of- or fire to lead you to no. the big
0: hole in the
3: water.
1: Well, I think yeah. that their transponder got turned off was the problem.
0: Well, there's also a chance a that they crashed into the jungle and yeah. You know, it- Covered. It can just disappear under cover. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, things gradually. Like Lost. Yeah. It's a big it's fucking lost. planet.
1: It is. Yeah. No, I, I feel you. As, as small as it feels no. with all the surveillance that we have. Watch Cosmos. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it is tiny in comparison, comparison to the Cosmos. Guess,
2: yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Forget about it, how small it is, but yeah. I lose my house in Minecraft. Fuck finding a crashed plane. On it's this the ride. big penis. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's right by the big penis. It, is, it crazy. is crazy. I don't know enough about it. It's sad. I'm very sad for how all hard those is involved. it involved. I mean, I understand losing your house, but it's right next door to the giant penis. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how hard can it be to find the giant penis? Stop
2: saying how hard can it be. It's not BBC <laughs>
1: enough. It can't be that hard. It's, it's just enough. a giant penis. We're building a slide next week. <laughs> just just look at,
2: <laughs> just look around. You'll find a giant penis. Uh, to finish this story off, Marvel has not yet announced any other films in the documentary series or when the Civil War short will be released, but Cirelli said that the company hopes to expand the reach of the project beyond Marvel's own platforms.
0: It's an no. interesting idea. I mean, are there, is, it, is it strictly yeah. Marvel or are they going to different companies?
2: Uh, starting strictly Marvel, but uh, like you said there, don't know where what? platforms will go from there. Uh, I mean, obviously, so often Marvel
1: is... Their characters were created to discuss issues of a time and what it issues of human nature, so it makes sense Let's look at. Well, it's certainly beyond, inspired by. Yeah, well, but you know what I mean. Well, I mean, so Marvel's just better than DC, so of course well, it's going to. Here we go to, again. But, That's no, just but true. You know, but the Incredible Hulk is dealing. With anger. radiation, with nuclear power, with really. anger, with and with anger. Well, well and also
3: the duality of man. There you, you know, go. I mean, there's you know, a lot of major Intellect issues. versus animal yeah. nature, etc. All those
1: things being combined. What's funny them. is like, like I think what Andy's getting to is yeah, like, that a lot of that stuff was Mr. just Hyde. created by Stan, and yeah. then other other smarter people went, yeah. oh, this is a metaphor for this, and he's like, all right, sure, and also fantastic. Like you're saying, man, you
3: know, just watch a Stan Lee documentary that was just on recently. It
1: just got really mad. And he became huge when that, he got really mad. Here's the Marvel way. This yeah. man has a big eyeball. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, that's a metaphor for everyone's uh, sure their privacy. You know. Whatever. Fantastic. Yeah. All
2: you have to do is know how put to. A all you have to do it. is read the uh, the how to write comics the Marvel way, and then right. realize that was that's really a horrible way to write a comic. Yeah. Oh, it's well, it's a,
1: but there was a thing recently that comes up every now and then about as as a creator, as an artist, whatever you want, you know. Once you put it out there for the public to see, however they interpreted it. Is how it will be interpreted, whether you oh, yeah. intended it to be seen that way or not. And so, like we had that whole discussion about uh, the Kubrick, the room, what what is it, room
2: that two two seven or something, two 17, seventeen or two whatever, two, seven, two, two two seven, that's Starling Marmaduke's family. Yeah. 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 yeah, well, there's <laughs> no place like home <laughs> with your family
1: around you. You're never alone. Now, well, a lot so of people assume because Kubrick, and get angry. No one Kubrick got into a lot of those things that he was purposely putting those things in there but people Time's are saying that's changing because that's how they see it, every day you know? and it'll always be a part of that for those <laughs> we people can't
2: get by on those it doesn't necessarily ways. mean
1: that he meant it that way or not it is not <laughs> for those people that's what the story is for Me, a lot yeah, of people you
2: thought about that show in years have you mary <laughs> for a lot of people it's oh, just a mary. creepy
1: story about a weird place that <laughs> fucks up a guy yeah. And also, he tries to kill his family. You're you know? also
0: talking about characters that are in a shared universe. I mean, it goes yeah. from one writer to another writer. And, I mean, Hulk is a pretty good example. I mean, it starts off as sort of the monster inside us, but then it gets into, you know, by the time Peter David had it, he was taken in all kinds of weird ways and yeah. father abuse and, you know.
1: Well, if you're going to stick with a story and a character for decades, you better start delving beyond the fact that he just gets big when he's angry yeah (laughs) there's got to be a little more going on if you don't
2: find the depth well i mean stan lee
3: was saying on this documentary about him uh he was in the interview he was talking about creating the hulk and he said essentially something to the effect of uh you know radiation was something very new in the public eye it's scary unless you were a scientist you didn't really know anything about it so you know the the idea uh, with him and um uh kirby was just like well what if this guy got exposed to radiation? What would happen to him? Yeah. He's like, well, maybe he gets you know, he loses his control of his emotions, fall. he gets angry,
1: he turns <laughs> his giant nuts and green. Okay. Shrivel.
3: And that was that was about as deep as they went with yeah. it.
1: No Stan. No. Well that's the Okay. That's Spider-Man too, uh, the penis, yeah, Spider Man too. The radiated spider. Terribly shrunken. Yeah. No, no Stan. in the sixties no. yeah. nuclear. Radiation was well, this serious, is, this is scary like shit. Starting in the forties, mm. though, well, yeah, with a lot of was, these but things. Yeah, well, even, back then too. Even Daredevil look at the had end a of radiation War, beginning. Yeah, I mean, you look at the end of World War II. That's going to get your attention, and well, then people yeah. are going to yeah. be they like, "What's the in, going on
3: with they, this?" They were writing in the time that they were living in, yep. and they were, you know, well, to Captain, an extent, uh, taking advantage. of... Captain America
1: of, couldn't be a better example of writing in the time they were living in.
3: And to an extent, they were taking advantage of the fears of the populace and, you know, rolling it into something a little more positive. Yeah.
0: They also write the uh, origins for the each generation. Writes the origins for the technology that's the common man doesn't quite understand. Like there's like there was a run where everything was nanobots. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Everything was in the you know 40s. There were a whole bunch of magic powered characters. It's like because we need a simple explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Nanobots.
2: Nanobots. Entertainment One Television, who does Hell on Wheels, Paul's favorite show, and De Laurentiis Company, who does Hannibal, are developing a series based on Frederick Pohl's 1977 novel, Gateway, set on an abandoned alien space station that has since been taken over by humans. The novel has won a Hugo Award, Locus Award, Nebula Award, and the John W. Campbell Memorial Award. De Laurentiis noted they went for television over feature film because, quote, it gives them the opportunity of exploring a rich world of the novel and the complexity of its characters, unquote. My, how times have changed. Indeed. <laughs> Here's a synopsis via deadline. Quote, Gateway is set on the Hichi a space station constructed by a long-vanished alien race now inhabited by humans. It centers on Robinette Rob Broadhead, who... rob a Robinette yeah. Robert Robinette Robert Ro- Robert Rob wrap, Rob Robinette 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 Robinette
1: Robinette 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 <laughs> Just go back to the giant penis. Can't be that hard to find. Make it grow huge. <laughs> How about that? How about it pokes people's eyes out? Your house it's is no right stand, there no. by the giant no. penis. It's guy. Can't. How hard is it? He gets lost all the time, but it's like a compass. It like a, points it's like north. A, it's, like it it's like a beacon. It constantly drinks. a beacon. It shines he walks night. one way, it's <laughs> pointing the other. Just a giant... Polished penis in the darkness. penis lighthouse. It shoots yeah. wiener goo that he rides. <laughs> he rides his wiener goo. It's like, it's like uh, neon glow in the dark wiener it's goo. It's like Iceman, but with. What a it- cock. What's that called? Wiener goo. You know what I'm talking you about. Know, you stop. know. You know. The Baby do. juice. Jizzum. <laughs> he shoots jizzum constantly and floats along in a rhythm, a river I don't, of his own jizzum. I, I don't know if we can use that let's word. Let's call Stan. him Jizzum Man. <laughs> no, I don't Man. We can't use that word. Jizzumatic. <laughs> no, no, they're not going to let us use that All word. All right. Wait, wait, we'll let's call see. it Shazam. Let's Shazam instead <laughs> of Jizzam. No, no. I feel Why not? Like, no, I think that's eh? still a questionable. I like it. I I like it. I too. lick it. I know. I've said too much. Shazam. No, It's pretty obvious. Shazam. Let's go with His the balls shrink uh, incredible to, to minute size. He can, I mean, he can hide in his own testicles. How about just Captain Johnson? Something similar to He becomes nothing but a sack of balls. Captain Johnson. He becomes nothing but a ball sack. <laughs> his sidekick is, is testy. Testy. He sure is. After all that jism, <laughs> it gets him all hyped up. He's he like gets a, all hepped up on he's it. It's like a small. It's like drinking cocker a soda. Spaniel. He's like a cocker spaniel that's always swimming in the jizzum. Oh, yeah, his cocker testy spaniel. Is cocker <laughs> spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's like having a Svetza Come here, Testy. Uh, Come what here. you those, what those drinks? A, a What? I don't seltzer. know. I don't know sort of a seltzer. What? I don't know what you're His talking about. His cock is constantly spurting. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> he rides it like a whale. Yeah, I don't think like that's, a whale. I don't think Spermwell. that's healthy. Sperm whale? That sounds disgusting. Jizzle. Come on. Would you get out of this room? What is all serious business here? Call him a jizzle. You're always telling jokes. God damn it. There's a jizzum whale over there. We were close to something and you True were. True believers, uh, throw the harpoon at the jizzum whale. Win a cupid doll. I used to run a fairground. <laughs> that was my job. You were a carny for a like I six was a years. carny for yeah. a long time. Yeah, no, like six years ago. <laughs> yep. That's where you Hey, got... Anybody want some? Want what? some jizzum? <laughs> no, no. I yep. don't think. It... <laughs> no, what's your If you had to funnel cake, too late. <laughs> and see, <laughs> and that's what Gateway's about. <laughs> Gateway. Well, uh, I'm not as interested as I was before. <laughs> Apparently, everything old is new again. Gateway <laughs> was the uh, <laughs> uh, grocery store that my father managed for many years in Richmond, Kentucky. Yeah. It was called Gateway Foods. It was a lot of elements of that sound
3: very it was similar to others. Built by aliens built and by abandoned. Aliens. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: uh, they will love this aisle dedicated to fruit roll-ups. <laughs> Dad, Dad why do you always put the fruit whoops in that aisle Because the master <laughs> says it must be so well, ma- Who you mean hired your boss? Janeway <laughs> Do you mean your boss Robot Janeway, uh, robot, uh, Janeway robot Janeway Grocery store manager <laughs> <laughs> Worst spinoff oh, ever Okay <laughs> I'm afraid we have to extend Sunday hours. <laughs> uh, we are going to stay open till 12. Why? I'm I, so sorry. Why? It doesn't make any sense. There'll There's a few any- people. <laughs> a few people. A few people? Breads and milk sell well on a Sunday. <laughs> breads and milk. Say breads and milk again. <laughs> breads and milk sell well on a Sunday. <laughs> Clean up uh, on Isle Jism. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, tomorrow's not Sunday. I don't. You. Jism whale. Prepare... <laughs> Turn the store around, sir. Let's turn the store around right now, Tom Paris. It's a store. We can't turn it around. Do what I said. My head's exploding. <laughs> oh, now you got jism Just all over me.
0: Just sign to the back. You won't
3: notice. You got head jism all over me.
1: <laughs>
0: you know,
3: out of all of that, I'm thinking to myself, does anybody still sell fruit roll-ups? <laughs>
0: Ah. Yeah, I don't know if they're fruit roll-ups, but there's definitely something. off-brand fruit roll-ups I've yeah. seen. Fruit
3: leather, I think. Fruit that's leather. That's it was called. Fruit jerky. I was a kid. <laughs> they called it fruit, fruit leather? Yeah, i generic. The generic was fruit the fruit leather. leather. Nice. Because that that's was, what it was. <laughs> that Very was appetizing. What was, yeah. When you're poor, Good old that's Kansas. what you get. You, don't get. you don't get fruit roll-ups. You get fruit leather. Because that's a little leather. too
1: fancy. Fruit roll-ups are too fancy. We can't afford those fancy roll-ups. Well, the worst part is new shoe day. i get you some fruit leather.
0: Now that it's produced those things, that uh, people can make their own edible underwear,
1: right? Nice. But back in the day, you were really poor. You're walking around with ants all over your feet. God damn it! <laughs> Whoa, those shoes—that's a cool color. You know, but hush puppy mom. leathers, mom. Oh. Mom, my cranberry sandals are—they're falling apart. You take care of them. Oh I'm man, like I'd go see that band. Those have to last cranberry a year. Cranberry sandals. <laughs> that does sound like a 1990s band. Yeah. Cranberries. We're cranberry sandals. Thank you, Seattle. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fruit by the foot. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman is developing a TV-, TV series called The Diabolic.
1: I don't believe it.
2: Which is described as a highly serialized <laughs> horror name? drama series. Any of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Oldman is only attached as producer at this point, but it's uh-huh. certainly possible he could star in the project. As for the storyline, Deadline reports the series would follow, quote, a broken but brilliant exorcist who falls in <laughs> love... <laughs> <laughs> with a single mother, with a young son possessed by an ancient entity with oh, diabolic boy. intentions oh, that not only threaten the boy, but the very fate Bum- of mankind. Bum- so Bum- it's by. even to Beelzebub. Yawn.
1: That's a lovely housecoat you're wearing, Lilith. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Silence, any Haskell. I will rip your tongue from your mouth and spit it into, spit it into the eternal hellfire. Oh, Mr. Lucifer. <laughs> Wally, your little brother's a real dick. <laughs> Fuck you. I will rip your soul into shreds, turn you into another entity. Ah. Uh. And Gary Oldman's just just bedraggles, like, oh, oh that Lucifer. Gary Oldman's going to wear a Draco outfit. Yeah, he's going to come like, I guess I'll be your adopted father now. That's a spot Blade, on Blade. Oldman Dracula right there. Huh? It's yeah, a spot pretty, on Oldman Dracula. Yes, exactly. It's, it's, um... So, I guess we're going to be friends now, huh? I'm your mom's new beau. What do you say, evil possessed boy? <laughs> I can get with that. Come on, let's hang out in my coffin. I won't diddle you much, <laughs> much.
0: Now, when you said diddle you much, he sounded like uh, uh, Go-Go Bardello over there.
4: It's
0: <laughs> probably that? there. Probably is a Go-Go Bardello. He album. says diddle you much. I just, the, 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 with the, the accent, went into right? gypsy. Okay.
1: <laughs> diddle you much? Diddle you much?
2: <laughs> It was uh, back in February two thousand eleven we I first don't it. heard <laughs> of the plans to reboot the Fletch movie franchise. Which originally <laughs> yeah, started But
1: unfortunately they rebooted it and it became Felch. Well they well <laughs> they were reminded Chevy <laughs> Chase isn't funny. Jizz everywhere. Jism. <laughs> You know what? You know what? when you when you when you bankroll the felch movie you damn sure want to be on the back end hey hey i'll be here all week gizm. i'd i i i would rather do the pitching it's, uh, a, it's a seminal concept zing that guy's stealing my best material happy excelsior Excelsior Jism excelsior to me i'll buy it for a dollar
2: just don't ask for more than one point the uh, Movies are based on the series of novels written written by author Gregory McDonald. Uh, Saturday Night Live, Horrible Bosses, and We're the Millers star, Jason Sudeikis, has landed the role of Fletch in the reboot. What?
1: Shut up. Suds is going to be the new Fletch. Holy smokes.
2: Which is titled Fletch One, the same title as uh, McDonald's 85 sequel book. Uh, That's W-O-N. Yeah. Uh, The new franchise will be adapted more from the McDonald books than the Chevy Chase movie and a sequel. Uh, First story follows Ewan... Erwin Maurice Fletcher, a former Marine and current journalist who's approached by a dying man uh, who's dying of bone cancer who's looking for someone to kill him instead of suffering a long and painful death and willing to pay a lot of money for the favor. Uh, The reboot is is described as a gritty action comedy and the hope is to duplicate a Beverly Hills Cop or Midnight Run vibe. Is being planned as a new franchise Good with night, this Rod. first movie starting a new series of movies.
0: Is it set in modern times? I would assume so. So it's a working journalist. So like the so it's science fiction. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Like the Charlie, you mean the Charlie Chaplin
1: movie set in modern times? He'll be a yes, blogger, exactly. right? He'll,
2: he'll be a blogger.
1: Fletch in <laughs> the Chaplin yeah, maybe. movie. Maybe he'll have to be a blogger at this point. It Seems possible.
3: like only ten years ago we were playing Halo with mm-hmm. It was only mm-hmm. 10 years ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
1: funniest guy I've ever met. He's fucking hilarious. I'll, I, I'm always happy to hear him getting good work because he's yeah. very, very talented. He's talented and, and deserves
2: it. I really enjoy the McDonald Fletch books. I've read quite a few of them. They're very entertaining. They deserve movie treatment. So I'm glad for was, this. Was uh,
1: uh, the Chevy Chase uh, movie... Uh, Not they, even close. They ramped up the comedy
2: a little more. Well, it's Chevy you know, being, being Chevy. Chevy
1: but uh, back when Chevy was funny.
2: Yeah. But, but
1: there's you, a little you can bit see of a you danger can see element in there. Oh, no, yeah. the, the story he's chasing. And yeah, no, it's like. Mm-hmm.
2: It's well, he a, doesn't
3: come across as a former Marine, though. You, no, you I never got at, any yeah. of that. Like.
2: And the novels are very comedically oriented. I'm so it i
0: picture in Sudeikis as a former Marine, too.
1: Oh, I'm sure he'll be buffed out by the time it starts up.
0: He's he's part of a lonely island. lonely island, right? No, no. Okay, who am I thinking Andy of? Andy Samberg. That's it. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, gives
2: me type. In uh, June 1966, oh, legendary <laughs> <laughs> legendary genre writer Harlan Ellison submitted a teleplay for what would become a landmark Star Trek episode: "The City on the Edge of Forever." The edge of for time. Uh, yes, that one. Ellison's tale of the, the Enterprise city crew that eats frittatas. Yeah, that one.
1: <laughs> we have no adults here, but we have lots of fortadas. All the adults are gone. Ellison's no tale
2: of the Enterprise crew traveling no through, through a time Just vortex fortitas. and fighting to prevent a very different future for the entire universe has since become the stuff of legend among Trek fans. And the teleplay went on to win both the Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation and the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Hour-Long script. Uh, One thing the teleplay didn't earn was a spot on television, because both the subject matter and the cost of shooting Ellison's teleplay, it was rewritten by other members of Star Trek production team, including Gene Roddenberry. Uh, Though Ellison wasn't happy with the rewrites, he considered changing his name in the credits to a pseudonym, the filmed version of The City on the Edge of Forever became a classic and is today revered as one of the greatest Star Trek episodes ever made. Ellison's original teleplay didn't just vanish though, it took a life of its own and was exposed to a new generation of fans when Ellison released it in book form in 1995. Now we'll see Ellison's version of the story play out in the pages of a new miniseries by IDW Comics by writers Scott and David Tipton and artist J.K. Woodward. The same creative team recently brought us the Star Trek Next Generation Doctor Who crossover series. Quote, <laughs> our goal here is to present Harlan's story as he originally envisioned it, and as if viewers could have seen it back in 1966, Tipton said.
1: So ma- many more bare breasts and wieners.
2: Yes, that's exactly what it was. That's, the, that's how they did it. So, you know, that's, uh, so that directive trumps all other considerations in our minds. It's all about the work, and besides, though many fans know that Ellison's original Differ uh, differed drastically from the filmed episode. I wager that not quite as many of them as ever actually had the opportunity to read it, and even those who have, it's one thing to read Harlan's description in the teleplay; quite another to see how J.K. Woodward brings those descriptions to the canvas with paint and color. I'm confident it'll be feel fresh, exciting to those who know Harlan's teleplay by heart. Unquote.
0: That's that's one of the books I have that didn't end up in a box to go away. I'm keeping that one.
1: What's the uh, story then? There. Um, What's the
0: differences? Roddenberry, in the interview, said that he, you know, he had Scotty dealing drugs, and it's not the case. Or is there, a, but there is one of the one of the Starfleet members is dealing drugs. It's, it's like dream drugs or something like that, some sort of, um, and that's why the person goes crazy and jumps through the time hole is because they're high on dream whacked drugs. out on some yeah. drugs. Um and um,
1: pun goofballs. I,
0: I'm,
1: I'm a little afraid to go any The the
0: the ending is a major difference, and in the one that showed on TV, um, Edith Keeler gets Kirk ha- Well, Kirk has <laughs> Kirk has to not has to just not do you know, he is held back to avoid saving her, right? In the teleplay, he kind of has to push her into traffic.
1: Awesome, yeah, that awesome, makes it stronger, yeah. yeah, bigger choice. But you can see, I mean, for how much groundbreaking that show did do heavy drug usage shoving women in traffic i can see how they had to but, change uh, yeah, it well, I mean, if was you quoted, watched uh, return to e- or journey to eden they did plenty of hopped up on goofballs episodes <laughs> well but
3: but you you rarely saw starfleet members do that kind of right yeah. yeah. you know it, that that
1: was i that for that for was BS9. one of the
3: things and i do remember that cuz Roddenberry was quoted as saying you know this is not something a starfleet member would do right yeah. apparently exactly. this, there were there were arguments between him and ellison in the office when he was saying, well, you know, this doesn't work with the Star Trek that we are presenting on television. And he's like, well, but this is my story. And this is what I want. And, right, you know, and ultimately it just came down to Roddenberry making a ju- judgment call and saying, hey, it's his thing. He yeah, gets, this he, is this is, you know, this is show. his creation. This is his universe he yep. created. And, you my know, creation, you know, there he's were changes that were made that
0: Ellison, you know, for years, hate it. I'll repeat okay. what I said. When Ellison dies, mm. there's going to be a shitload of Ellison movies made. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I also, he's... among the things I found in my Ellison collection was um, uh, the Star Lost, which was a pilot he wrote for a series. It would have been kind of cool if it had happened.
1: Okay.
0: It's uh, Star, um, Lost. Star Lost? It's um, it's a big arc ship, but when it starts off, you don't know it's an arc ship. It's a little Amish community. And they uh, don't realize they're living in a, a three mile dome. They think that the, that's just the way the world is. It's a three mile dome, and then so it's something like, this goes this wrong. Real life. Well, something goes wrong with the ship, and and one of the Amish kids gets out, and and the whole series is running from dome to dome, trying to find the uh, the control module to steer the ship so it doesn't go into a the sun. They've got like a ticking time bomb of like two of two years where it flies into a sun. Why? I like Ellison's work.
3: Yeah,
1: <clears throat> what's wrong with it? He,
3: he's a brilliant writer.
0: Yeah. I'm not
1: What was wrong with
3: it?
0: With the chip you gotta read the book, is, it just something goes wrong with the control thing and they find oh. out something wrong with the control they have to steer it back.
1: very yeah. Very Truman show it sounds Matrix like, set. It sounds like Voyager. Esky, Voyager. Well,
0: I mean it 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 I mean since yeah. they got to set up a dome by dome it would have definitely been, you know, monster of the week society of the week kind of show, but oh, it yeah, still got worked. worked.
1: sounds kind of yeah. sounds yeah. cool. It'd be better in Voyager. <laughs>
2: Screen Gems has inked a deal to distribute the Last so of Us. Falling into a, a film. toilet,
1: though, that's a way that's more entertaining.
2: Have you tried it? It's kind of fun,
1: oh, dude. It's great. Yeah, it's kind of fun to scream in a toilet. What, Go, what was that? Come back to me, poop poop. <laughs> no, that's not. Return to me. No, that's not at all. You yeah used to how it. Toilet. goes. No. come back to me, poop poop. No, you're We've doing. We've all it. done a little porcelain yodeling. I miss you. <laughs> you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Oh. <laughs> well, it hasn't worked, so I mean, I must be calling him <laughs> <them all. laughs> I thought about getting. I thought about getting a shit whistle. I think I'm gonna get a shit whistle. Or, or yeah, no, it's, that might help. You won't hear it. Only the shit. can Only hear. the shit can so hear it. I, I won't they? even know. <laughs> I won't <laughs> just, again, I won't even know if it's working. You won't disturb the neighbors. <laughs> Somebody sold me a broke ass shit whistle. No. <laughs> no, no, no. That's <laughs> see. I, I
3: thought the shit whistle was for you to whistle for your wife when you shit your pants again <laughs> and you need help. <laughs> She'd come. She'd help me. It's She's like a rape woman. whistle. It's like a rape whistle. She's a good woman. <laughs> I need help.
1: I need help. Please, please, please help. fire. Fire! But it wouldn't do a shit whistle wouldn't do me any good near the in, in the bathroom. Because uh, no. I guess I wear it on my neck all the time. Yeah, Where exactly. go? If you blow
0: a shit whistle, all the Chihuahua crap in the neighborhood come to me. I need toilet paper,
1: please. You can only anally blow a shit whistle. Uh, you need
0: a no sign whistle. in your apartment that says, "You know, it is so many days since I've shit my pants. <laughs> 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 this many days without accidents." <laughs>
1: I should. I should get one of those. <laughs> it would. It would probably get into the hundreds, <laughs> but it would go back to zero at some point. I got a. I got a buddy that in his bathroom he's got the sign that says uh, "Deposits made after ten o'clock will not." <laughs> it not be honored to The following business day. Business. Business. We. Uh,
0: we used to have that sign at work, and I saw it go down to zero a couple times. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, days since I shit my pants? No, 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 no. <laughs> they, 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 Days since <laughs> <days laughs> an accident. Since the last accident. Oh, Accident yeah. free sure, days. Sure. Accident-free days. <laughs> well, they're referring to shit whistle, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You shit know whistle. what I actually did
0: get to do? I don't think hardly Roll anybody in the whistle? industry has got to do this what? in a long time. I actually got to run in once, yell, once, once and yell, stop the presses. Oh, nice. And they nice. did. Nice. What for? Uh, there was an expensive four-page ad in the middle of the, of the um, city life. That was being printed out of order? Oh, shit. It
1: was I, money. Uh, so you were saving so money. So you saved them money, money yeah. yeah.
0: You saved them a ton of cash. I did, yeah. It was, but not by switching
3: They'll the stop guys the
1: presses for money. If, if he'd been like, there was a murder. Just keep printing. Just keep printing. We don't yeah. care. <laughs>
0: Vegas don't care. Well, anymore. no. If we if we'd run the wrong picture with a story, it's a story. Well, we'll a correction. Yeah. There's money, advertising. Yeah, the correction. It.
1: The mummy depicted next to the infant baby story is not supposed to be the infant baby. It was a story about a baby, not the mummy that was depicted. Also, the infant baby depicted next to the mummy story was not supposed to be a mummy. It's supposed to be an infant baby. Wait. Forget it. We're never going to run another story about mummies. You really like the mummies lately. I love mummies dude. <laughs> mummies are fucking Mummies hilarious. so
2: rarely come up in Vegas stories. You know what it is? Well, I guess you know it is? The I just saw
1: stuff. that fucking Mummies Alive cartoon again.
2: I don't remember that existing. Man, it's terrible. I do but, <laughs> vaguely.
1: But the intro's badass. Okay. It's really hard-core. Like 227. Huh? of like 227 then. Too, too common more like oh nice <laughs> wow that was he good on shoots, multiple he levers scores. too well, he well, set you up nice. no he's, place like home he set you up nice because you with he, your pyramid he around had it you after you set it built out of stone if, but, you if you've you know. got lots of slaves with no place to roam well there's no place like home pharaoh's dying every day gotta find a place to send them on their way well, well that's shaking his, his banana what he's waiting. singing <laughs> it won't wait too long, Better get that pyramid built up strong.
0: For all the people at home, he's doing a Ray Charles shake. Put Ray a bunch Char- of cats in wow. with the mummy. Say that for me,
1: please. A Ray Charles shake? Thank you. It's delicious. It's, no. a, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's peanut butter, bacon, and butter. <laughs> A scoop of Ray Charles. A a Ray Charles shake would be one you have to be able to smell first.
3: (laughs) See, I would have thought Diet Pepsi since he (laughs) chilled them for so many years.
1: You got the right one, baby. (laughs) Uh If Uh, he didn't even have the right one, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'm just saying you got the right one, but I don't know. <laughs> this could be fucking Seven Up.
0: Hey, because he can't taste
1: it. Because he can't fucking see.
0: One of the sad things about Ray Charles, he, he burned his it. tongue as a child. He drink, and had yeah, no he taste. didn't drink. He didn't drink. <laughs> Anything. He anything. never drank no any liquid
1: his
3: entire <laughs> no life. No liquid. <laughs> never, Lord. drank A single drop of liquid his entire
1: life.
0: Jeff <laughs> shot heroin straight into his son. Someone stomach. had
1: convinced him that that's what made him blind was drinking too much water as Ray, a child. Can I get and- your
0: glass of water? Yeah. I don't
1: think so. I don't think you
0: can. Fool
1: me once. Shame on you. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't Ray Charles doesn't drink. drink anything. I can't do a Ray Charles impression. No, really? I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to erase your impression. <gasps> oh, no. I was singing that soulful 2 2 uh, yeah, song. No, no, yeah, yeah, just yeah. got me really shaking my head.
0: <laughs> anyway, you were saying, Torgo, <laughs> um,
1: something. Was, were you saying something? <laughs> no. Mummy's
0: alive. <laughs> your valiant effort to keep the train on the tracks is impressive.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Screen Gems is going to distribute The Last of Us. Uh, will be scripted by the video games creative director, Neil Druckmann. Um, Druckmann also has writing credits from other hit Naughty Dog properties like the Uncharted series. Sam Raimi will be producing at Ghost House Pictures. Uh, set in post-epidemic in United States, the game follows survival, survivors Joel and Ellie as they try to make their way across the country 20 years after the pandemic has decimated the nation.
1: Now here's the wild meta thing. Do they try to cast... What's her Ellen, Page. Ellen Page? <laughs> she's too old for yeah, it now. Yeah. But... She looks just thought. like her. Yeah. It's so funny.
3: I was going to say, wasn't she in that other game? She was. Well, she oh. got
1: really mad about Last of oh, Us okay. character looking so much like her. Yeah, because nice. that one wasn't
2: official. <laughs> right. Gotcha. She's like, uh... She didn't get paid for rights on that.
1: And, of course, that was the uh, French guy's thing who tries so desperately to make good stuff, and it's always kind of like...
3: Now, you started playing Last of Us, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah, and, and I haven't gotten back to it because Minecraft.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask Delicious. what you thought Minecraft. of the game
2: as far as you got. I'd, as far as I've gotten, which is the tutorial, um, it's the what? fine. The, the well, I mean, tutorial. is it a
3: compelling story that it would make a good
1: movie? Or yeah.
2: You think so? Okay. Yeah, at least the tutorial is. Okay. <laughs> really? I, 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 How I often, can't really gauge it. <clears throat>
1: How often, because we had discussed this before, that there's really
2: not a, a good movie based on a video game yet. Um, this would probably work for all the... Story lauding it's received. Yeah,
1: um, how often are are the original creators of the video game involved in those movies? Is it often? I bet very almost never. little. Very little. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if that would will help or detract. Like he knows how to make a video game, but doesn't know how to make a movie. Now well, Sam Raimi knows how to make. a movie. Did you guys play Last of Us? We were, we were just, just talking, talking about just that. that, so we're not going to answer. <laughs> we're not answering. Apparently, it's very much it's very much a film in and of itself. Yeah. Already. Well,
2: a lot of video... A lot it certainly has a... Goddamn compelling opening, I will say that. A lot of games
1: of that nature nowadays are becoming more and more cinegraf- cinem- cinematographic. cinemat cinemographic. Yeah. It What's invests
2: that? you immediately. Cinematic. What's cinematic? Cinematic epigraphic There's a
0: zombie movie where there's a zombie I mean there's a zombie video game where you're shooting photos of zombies for part of it.
2: Uh that'd be Dead Rising the Original.
0: Yes, Dead Rising the opening animatic for that, the open scene for that is just cool. fucking heartrending.
1: Yeah.
0: The mother and daughter or the car no that won't you're
2: start. thinking of what he caught no no he's right that is he? is, yeah, he, is that the one Dead Rising does have a really strong opener. okay
1: yeah and then there was that other one with it, Dead, than, Island. Dead, Dead Island I, well
2: Dead Island had that pre that, that pre preview yeah, the, teaser trailer really that had what that yeah. thing's
1: about yeah. I don't like that game I'm gonna sell that game back
2: Dead Island yeah I'm disappointed it isn't? had its ups and downs it had it had some good things it gets
1: in me, it it gets me fucking motion sick you know uh, what actually
0: was a good adaption of a video game was the, what, 11-minute Halo short that that guy did? The um, Bloom Camp before he got yes, to do Yes, the, the it. test yeah, footage he uh, shot, uh, turned it into...
1: I, I get that, but, you know, like District a feature-length like Right, if he'd been major able to make film. the
0: feature, it would have been balls-on-chin good.
3: Well, the one that Microsoft produced, Forward onto dawn's not bad, but it's, it's a segment leading up to... Yeah. a game, so it They're, can stand alone. I, I separate. keep seeing
0: that on my Netflix queue and I was wondering
3: it's if it was worth sitting through. It's worth
1: a watch. yeah. And you you know what? You should watch it with Duncan.
0: Yeah. I, I'm sure Duncan's seen it 18 oh, times. okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Duncan should watch it with him. Right. Yeah.
0: He actually Duncan made me sit down uh, he uh, downloaded uh, Portal and Portal 2 from Steam and he he just watched me. I, I I was his entertainment for for a couple days. While you were trying to figure that game we, out, he just watched me try playing a game and and and, I mean, and
3: really, two out.
2: is a
1: lot of fun. <laughs> inter- yeah. I I think it's whichever one's part of the orange box
3: first. That's one.
2: the initial first one.
1: Yeah, I got to a point in there where I just couldn't get through one thing, so I haven't played it since. No. But it was a fun game. While it's I was really good, I was Twitter.
0: so heartbroken
3: and
1: pissed. off. I was off a quitter. And- I, I'm not a very good uh, – in the in the end, I'm not an exceptional video game player. I don't so. remember
0: a lot of the story of the first Portal, but I, I really enjoyed the story the on the second first one. Portal has the scene with the companion cube, and that was the one where Duncan was just laughing his ass off because I was so angry and so upset you at that You were sad scene. when you had to
1: do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty great. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Spoilers. It is awesome.
0: And you you know, I mean, Duncan is, of course, is, is my own personal um, uh, director's commentary as I'm playing. Nice. He's like pointing out shit in the background. And he explains to me as, as after I've done that to the board of the Canyon Cube that it's alive. Right. He's explaining to me that it's, it's previous test subjects. <clears throat>
1: yep. It's pretty great. It was a um, fun game, though. Yeah.
2: yeah. On the latest episode of What the Fuck with Mark Marin, Mark sat down with fellow podcaster Adam Carolla to discuss the current state of Carolla's fight against the patent trolls currently targeting podcasters. Uh, To catch you up on what's happening, Uh, Marin, Corolla, and a number of other podcasters were contacted by a patent troll company that claims to own the patent on podcasting who demanded an undisclosed licensing fee for the use of the technology. Lock the gates! Uh, Corolla is being sued by the company and is fighting an expensive legal battle. Marin and other podcasters are working to raise raise awareness and funds for Corolla's fight. If you're a fan of podcasting, would like to see it not destroyed by horrible trolls, and want to donate, you can do so on Corolla's Fund Anything page. That's fundanything.com slash patent troll, one word. All of the money is going directly to the fight. And Corolla said on What the Fuck that any additional money they raise will go into some kind of podcaster slush fund to help other podcasters or donated to Make the Wish Foundation.
0: In my role as Fact Check Dandy, I, I don't think he ever actually calls it What the Fuck. I think it's just WTF.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, this is actually in the opening of the show. He does call.
1: Up. Does he? OK, this in is fact, this crowd even shouts. it. This is kind of uh, another bullshit thing. The it's whole control thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, because it's like, why? Well, there's, well, there's why a, now? Yeah, like, dead. why not 10 years ago when it started really taking off? Well, five years ago? Or two years ago? Because there well, weren't a bunch
0: of people with their own podcasts who had a voice out there trying to Because there
1: was no it. one with money to sue. Yeah, I was going to say... That's the fucking point. Yeah, it that's really gross. comes and down if to that. it was really important man. to you, you would have put a stamp on important. it from
2: day fucking one. It's oh, grotesque. Great. Oh, there's a, another patent troll company that's suing Netflix, Hulu, and all these other ones because of the streaming technology that they claim to own a copyright on. It's stupid. And thing. they don't produce anything. They just own... Patents and that's their company. Right. Yeah.
0: Didn't didn't something just get passed on that? Didn't uh, Obama sign something? An in, and it? an initial. More yeah, importantly,
1: uh, not only do they not, they just own the patent. They
2: didn't create the no, technology. No. They didn't. They just own the patent. A lot of patent. these are like they wrote down sentences and patented that.
3: They're essentially shell yeah. companies. A lot of times they're owned by investment firms, and they basically just go out and start buying up. Patents from people that are struggling financially or are bankrupt and they get them for pennies on the dollar, etc. And they just have like an entire portfolio. Some of them patents. pay off and some of them don't. La- Most of them don't. The economy yeah. is, is patent trolling.
1: And a
0: lot La- of very- patents got, got uh, issued for things that are just so vague that it could be anything. Yeah. Right. Especially, yeah. I mean, today it happens more and more,
1: but. The conversion of hi- hydrogen or the conversion of oxygen molecules into carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide molecules. That'd be worth something. Right? Pretty much. You
0: patent breathing, man. You got
1: bank. Everybody owes you something. Although
0: an interesting precedent
3: was set a while back where um, some company had, it was a drug company, had uh, tried to patent uh, a DNA strand that they found that was a, like, uh, precursor to cancer and the judge uh, in the case said that nothing naturally occurring can be patented yeah. so but they're looking at that as a precedent for a lot of the, all of these oh, other that holds true these, like while. you know mm-hmm. You know, yes, if you artificially manipulated DNA and created your own like seed or whatever, that's fine. But you can't just simply patent corn sure. and say that you own corn and so forth like that. But it's but the what was interesting on it was that they said that it sets a, a, a very good precedent for a lot of other technological areas like patent trolling. And you know, if you're not what? producing anything or if you're simply patenting something patenting patenting uh, I love that movie. Patent's great. Dick it Van Patten. If you're patenting something Patentine? that already exists. pageanting,
1: Patenting. Patenting. Pageant. Pageant. Eight is enough. Pajing pa- Pag- 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 Natala And you're not producing
3: name. any of that, you know. He's from
1: India. Well, I mean, I get, like, I can buy the rights to a song. Yes. But from day one that I bought the rights to that song, I'm going to be like, hey, where's my money? I know only six people used it this year but I should get my money. It's the creepy bullshit thing of like, I'm going to wait until it's really worth a whole fuckload of money, and then I'm going to screw yeah. a bunch of people over. So that for 10, 15 years, people just assume it's okay to use this technology, and now all of a sudden, you owe me a billion dollars. Well, that shouldn't be legal. They should like have been collecting from day one, it's, and if they failed to collect, then it's their own fault. It's also just like Congress, there should be a limit. 15 years on patents, period. Done. And then they go away. It's also the, we were
0: and saying the technology
1: is, the, is open, kind of like drugs in America. The, and the difference between owning right. copyright and 15 a song years and only a is copyright plenty and of time, especially in technological fields and whatnot. Stuff's going to evolve. Stuff's going to change. If somebody had a, a patent on like Super Nintendo cartridges, mm-hmm. and now that time has passed, like fifteen, it's been twenty years plus. Right, anybody should be able to just make a Nintendo-sized cartridge with that technology for the most part because I, the I market that. is that not is really the even there right mm-hmm. let it go like 15 17 yeah, especially years for technology
2: like you said tops. it moves on
1: right and so and then let it free up and then let people who don't have the financial wherewithal incorporate that techno- te- that quote unquote outdated technology find new uses for it find new recycle for it. recycle it to a to a point but just hoarding it and locking it down i'm all for Agreed, protection. i'm all for the protection of ip but it needs to have a
2: limit just like congress needs to have a limit yeah. Well, you'll love you'll love this one. To the limit. Thank you. Woo! Thank you. Take they can they can take it to the, to the limit. Hey, somebody owns that Woo! song, and I don't want to license it. <laughs> <Take> it. <laughs> to the lemon. Uh, Capcom, oh, yes, is starting up their own official Street Fighter League. With the online streaming service Twitch as a partner. Really?
0: Oh, oh, so it's video games. It's not like Fight Club. Yes. Okay.
2: Uh, while the fighting game this community is, interesting. is huge and tournaments go on around the country all the time, uh, games like League of Legends give out huge prizes due to millions of dollars in sponsorship from the right. game developers. Uh, these top games can give out prizes over a million dollars, while fighting games, on the other hand, usually pay out a few thousand. According to the Daily Dot, Street Fighter IV's total prizes came in just under $200,000 so far, while League of Legends has paid out over $10 million. It looks like Capcom wants to change all that with the Capcom Pro Tour, which Smart. would be great not only for the fighting game fans but esports in general. Online spectatorship of gaming is already exploding now that PS4 and Xbox One both support native Twitch streaming. I love it. But would be huge if the public could be drawn in by fast-paced fighting games. The Pro Tour will use Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition, and then switch over to the Ultra Street Fighter 4 following the game's release in June. Mm, I can't
0: wait. So, video there game. will be
2: ten premiere events over the course of 2014, and the winner of each will be guaranteed a spot in the Capcom Cup Championship in December. The other six spots in the 16-player Cup will be drawn from a point system at smaller ranking. In December, tournaments. that's smart. Okay, I'm sorry, you guys.
0: Oh no, I was just saying. I mean, uh, this is an honest, honest question. There's Video game competition for money are a big enough thing. They were making comparisons between them. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize there were a lot of video game competition for money. Have you not been to Evo
1: yet? No. you got to come with me to Evo this year. year. You want a story? You want a wild story? It's having it what the hell happened to my voice <laughs> it's happened oh the, it, please god <laughs> I'm not a religious man but it's please true. god I've been I, I do I have been talking non-stop for the past like 12 days it's insane uh, Evo the Evolution Fighting Championships they hold it in Vegas now for the past several years yeah you talked about it, well, the last one you came to I, go, as I, goes, I go as often as I can but when you were talking about that I was thinking
0: it was some sort of weird like rare thing but it's not like this is actual there getting are thousands of people
1: that come to this yeah. thing I mean it's like, thousands like karaoke Andy. but there's a lot of them going around yeah thousands of them and I watch the the side tournaments now on Twitch that build up towards Evo it's a big deal it's a big deal and and it's really really cool well, it's pretty but big money in the end it's big money and the thing is like there's there's also the reason Street Fighter stays so popular and all the even earlier iterations of Street Fighter are still very popular is because there is a huge Side pool money game thing going on with that. Those dudes, they play it. They play at the champion at the tournaments, and then they hang out in their hotel rooms all night playing cash games. Same thing with the Madden tournament. And people bet on them and shit. It's like it's wild. It's fucking
0: wild. Seeing if I can get a good tournament system going, I can save Mario Kart.
2: Probably (laughs) the online. Mm, Maybe I mean, dude, Nintendo.
1: Nintendo's so bad about getting any kind of Nintendo shit going. plays by their own game. I haven't had hard to break that to Frankie
2: yet. Mm. Nintendo shuts down Let's Plays on YouTube. They're about the only company that does that aside from ones that get bad reviews.
1: They're weird. Nintendo's fucking weird. They play they just do whatever the hell they want, don't they? They do. And it seems to have sorta of worked for them. It works. It does work. It's not kinda of working now. Well, it's not working on this generation, but yeah. you got to know they go good, bad, That's good, true. bad. I mean, I, I, they're I, like I, Star Trek movies, dude. Yeah, people said the <laughs> same thing. PS2 came out, and everybody's like, well, Nintendo's gone, and then they came back.
2: That's true. Yeah, You, you, know? you, have, have, you can't get them out. That's true.
0: I seem to have left in my car, but I had a, got a press release today about one of the nightclubs. Um, they're having a video game night at one of the clubs. But it's dress up as your video game character thing, and they just cosplay. Just, so cosplay yeah. video game. Yeah, right. I, I just don't believe it's really gonna happen. In, in Vegas Why not? Nightclub. Well, because well, dude, they're they're because these are hot people who are gonna be dressing in you know a you know Princess Peach T-shirt or something. You know. People will do it if it's
3: done Man. right.
1: I'm surprised it's not at, at insert coins. They <clears> do <throat> all that shit anyway. Uh, People that's sort of every night. Anyway. Insert
3: coins has just gone from being a really awesome idea to uh, just any other hipster club. Hipster club yeah. with the on, DJ you know what? and music on I certain nights.
1: Like on certain nights, I'll I'll give you that. But on a Monday or Tuesday night, it's probably okay. No, right? they're still they still and and you know what? Uh, they're fighting the good fight like everybody downtown right now with this very weird changing atmosphere that's going on down there's a there, lot so. going on downtown and it really is the next five years are gonna be really interesting I still love that place I, I think the world of that in certain no points. there is that whole downtown vibe and a part of it is that Zappos crowd god bless them they're all young you know people mm-hmm. that are making good money and they fall into that category that us old people call hipsters um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they're making that much money. I just don't think they have anything
0: else well, to spend it on. I don't your, think they early, have. Well, and they all live.
1: They all live a mile away from that place too. Yeah, right. they all live well, within six blocks. They don't have to pay to blocks. commute. They, right. don't
0: have to, they don't have kids. If they you know. were in your
1: mid twenties making the money, they oh, yeah, making, no, I'd be totally be making pretty yeah, good yeah, money. Making, yeah,
2: yeah. <clears throat> I'd take the money they're making. No right car now. payment. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I promised I'd bring back the ever story from last week. Aww. Hey, here it is. What is it about? It's a story you killed last week.
1: Everest? Mount Everest. Mount okay. Everest. We are going to Mount Everest. That's,
0: and that's not a command, yeah. yeah. you beat me
2: to it. Everest explorers have been leaving behind supplies. And supplies! And We're all dead. <laughs> quote, not pyramids of human excrement, unquote, for decades. Yeah. According to National Geographic. Pyramids? Poopsicles! They, like, build a big stack. Like, they go, oh, I guess this is the place. Uh, and they keep doing it. At least 10 tons of garbage is leaking out of the glaciers on the famous peak. Nepal is attempting to clean this accrued mess in small increments by requiring every mountaineer to bring back their own trash in addition to 17.6 pounds oh. of, quote, garbage tax," feces, mm. discarded supplies, or even decaying corpses that they find on their climb. I was going to say, climb.
0: they don't even bring bodies down. They, they, they actually use bodies as guide points. Mm-hmm. It's like, take it, take Did you take see a They want to brought down? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Creepy.
2: Uh, Green boots. Creepy. Climbers who survive their journey will be sent to a government office at base camp to have their garbage weighed. Uh, no word yet on what the punishment will be for mountaineers who fail to meet their quota. What All- happens
1: when someone like Lady Gaga tries to come back down? They just say, step on the scale, honey. Because she's garbage.
2: What? Although Nepal's the tourism industry official <laughs> promises to take legal action Idiot. against them. <laughs> The official Nepalese policy has always been that climbers are responsible for cleaning up after themselves. It's a Nepalese policy? Yeah, uh, Nepalese. Nepalese. Oh,
1: well, I would be too if I was up in that cold.
2: Given the impossibility of enforcement and many mountaineers', <laughs> kind of mountaineers difficulty in even bringing themselves back alive, uh, high-altitude litter bugs have been impossible to avoid. Says Gizmodo, quote, The fact that littering is so interwoven with survival is part of the problem. If it's a choice between spending your last bit of energy to haul your empty oxygen tanks down the mountain and actually getting down safely, it's hard to argue with the climbers who choose the ladder. Unquote. The tax <laughs> isn't Nepal's first attempt if to clean up. If there's a ladder, up. just use the ladder. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why are they climbing up the mountain? There's a ladder?
4: Yeah.
2: How hard is it? That's Come on. That's what they should be doing. They should be You just turn left at the giant penis and it's climb up the so ladder. It's difficult <laughs> to get through stories on this one.
0: So difficult. I know. You know, they're just going to go. Their solution is just going to go Iger sanction and like throw people off the mountain.
2: That's my weight right there. That's 150 pounds of it. Boom. Well, that's something at least. Uh, the tax is not Nepal's first attempt to clean up Garbage Mountain. A joint Nepalese and Indian team left a passive-aggressive note about cleaning and brought... <laughs> they <laughs> left a passive-aggressive note. About so This isn't the first time we've tried something
1: drastic, guys. <laughs> we put a strongly a worded letter, letter. <laughs> right on one of the signs
2: there. Woo, boy. Woo. Burn your eyes. (laughs) And along with the note, brought back an impressive 13 tons of garbage over the past five years, but an estimated 10 tons are still selling in the mountain's peaks. Good God. uh, 2.5 of which is likely biohazardous. Uh, All just so somebody can say, yeah, I went up there. Obviously, strictly enforcing the mountain, uh, reinforcing that mountaineers must return with their own supplies in addition to the added weight of their garbage tax means that the physical requirements of ascending Everest have just
1: increased. Well, not only that, what's the penalty if they don't? Yeah. Well, they don't know yet. They that's haven't. what we. That's what they
2: talked uh, about. Sure Legal action and all that. In Hitchhiker's
0: uh-huh. Guide, there's a planet where they, you have to take as much uh, weight off as you bring in. You know, you have to, yeah. So so you have to get a receipt when you uh, use the bathroom. Yes. That's what they're going to be doing here.
2: An estimated 240 corpses <laughs> have been left on the mountain over the last 50 years alone. It's hard to believe that even the most well-intentioned mountaineer would risk joining those ranks just to comply with the new law. All uh. right.
1: You know, uh, when I was a, a young lad, my father and his friends and uncles, uh, my uncles, uh, would go up to northern Minnesota. There's an area called the Boundary Waters, and it's right along the boundary of Canada and, and Minnesota. It's completely pristine uh, forest land, and no wheel, you know, no vehicles are allowed in there. You take a canoe and you go around all the lakes, and you just chill out, and you fish, and you camp. They have little camping sites, but there it's like you leave nothing behind. You have to take everything out with you, and everybody does because everybody's like, this is really nice. Why would we screw it up by littering it? I get that the journey up to the top of Everest is a tad more arduous than canoeing that across tad. some some lakes, but at the same time, <clears throat> yeah, this is well, also, that's a ridiculous amount of waste. Also, they're not going up there to relax. No, it they're is going some, up there because they're to assholes. To say they've done it. You're an asshole if you want to climb Mount Everest. Fuck you. I'm saying it right there. There's no point to climb it except to say, well, I got to the highest point on Earth. Somebody else already did it. And it's not even the highest point on Earth. You want to see it, watch it on a movie. Unless you, unless that right. is your, unless that is your ultimate passion, and you do it all the time. But there are a lot of rich fuckers fuck who you. just pay a lot of money. So right, yeah. And there's so many people uh, doing it now that there's road a there's, there's, there's
0: uh, traffic jams up there now. The, yeah. uh,
2: the extent to Stupid. which you have to train and it's not and the danger that you go into. It's rich fuckers are. It's not. They still the, have to be in good shape. They still, have but to they're do the proper crazy training. to do it. Of course, people it's crazy. Still die. But but why is they're climbing it. Mount Ent- Everest one of the great Challenges of the world. Uh, why should? Why are those people assholes just because they want to do that?
3: A lot okay. of times, it's a they're, dick swinging contest. They just want to prove that they're better than
1: they're assholes. The if next person, in,
2: or, or, or they have up. challenged themselves beyond their own means right. to do something that is considered not only impossible but super dangerous.
1: I, yeah, I get, I get the appeal, but if they're well, not after all those bananas. taking the responsibility. Screw them. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure did. that the the section two, two where
0: your risk your life is serious in serious risk is you know the last half day's journey sure. and nobody's stopping a shit while they're climbing the peak. They're...
1: Hey, no shocker here. I'm not an extremely adventurous person. I don't do a lot of rock climbing and such, mm-hmm. so I don't entirely understand the what appeal. that's about. Sure. Nor do I. But I do get that there are people who want to do it. It's it's just. I think if you love that place enough to do that and I would mm-hmm. think you would have to love and respect it enough you would not complain about if you're on your way back down and you're not on death's door you know clean the place up a little bit
2: <laughs> and and that's understandable but the arduousness of it is that it's hard to do that. I understand. Not, not, it's, it's beyond hard to do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know that. It, it is dangerous and deadly to do that. <laughs>
1: there are human beings that live in my apartment complex. They can't find it within themselves to pick dog shit up off of the ground. Well, those Two people feet are away disgusting. from where their home is. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Of course, people leave shit all over the mountain. Mm. People are animals.
0: Well, it's clearly a matter of changing the culture of the people that do it, too. I think that... Uh, um cavers when they do they always bring take everything out that they bring in Mm -hmm. because they've got a pristine environment that nobody's been into and they don't want to alter like you were talking about that place but i'm i know cavers will do you know a reverse everest they'll climb down for three days they'll be um straight uh, underground for three days camping out and there are there are cave uh, cave crawls where you have to bring scuba gear because there's portions where sure. you have yeah, to the swim is and they bring all that crap back I'm pretty right. sure but
2: there's a difference between hauling that stuff up the 200 yard hole that you've climbed up versus the miles up into the atmosphere that it's barely breathable and in fact you need oxygen shanks to get to the top part of it well
0: they're, they're climbing down miles too and that, uh, and they have to bring it up I mean it's a mountain you know just just underground roll it down the hill
1: but no I I mean yeah, most people barely survive the trip. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, but uh, it's a lot of waste. At why the top do of it? That that's month. the thing. It's like, why aren't there? I don't know. I guess if you want to fucking do it, but at the same time, I always get I always get a little miffed when it's like all these rescue operations and all this you know people losing arms and legs no, to sure. frostbite and all stuff. It's like that's that comes with the territory. There should, but but that's but like if a taxpayer dollar goes mm-hmm. to. Get a fool off a mountain. I always get a little miffled. Well, uh, you know, and,
2: and that's understandable. And, and I, although
1: the whole thing with the uh, uh, Nepal and the Dalai Lama and everything, I don't care if their tax dollars don't. You know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. Well, if it's a, yeah, if it's not my tax dollars, I mean but, they are kind of assholes, right? And it's uh, and of course accidents happen. I'm not saying there shouldn't be rescue. Uh, no, and people should be allowed to I don't know It's a, but it's it's a but weird it's a hard, situation It is
2: a hard thing Because it's like Well, that's just it At, And some of these climbs There is no rescue When you go You, you are your own rescuer oh, Or you get crazy. nothing As that's I crazy. said, over the last what, That's why it's so arduous and Over dangerous. the
1: last 50 years Some 240 people have died doing it
2: Insane yeah. Not, yeah. Just, not, not just died There are 240 corpses On the mountain On the mountain Yeah. So there's probably more That actually died Yeah. That they got off the mountain Yeah You know? They need so.
0: trained trash yeti
1: yeah, that's the solution <laughs> right there. The trash, Yeti. Or just uh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Crash ah. with the frozen tear looking ah. down.
2: What is your frozen tear? Write to us at comments at
1: uglycouchshow.com. My tears don't freeze. Jism. <laughs> <laughs> There's
3: probably some frozen some of that up there, too. You think? is that? What, I, is think that a,
2: so, I really don't
1: think so. That would be like the worst place to try and do the Mile High yeah. Club. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That might be what gets some guys off, right? <laughs> huh. Or I mean, but I mean, you already have the oxygen deprivation. I was just yeah. say, yeah, be a like a a asphyxiation. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're already. Hold being on, guys! I going right to take off that? my mask John, and whack John, it. what are you doing? God, <laughs> d- again? Yeah, man, I'm not gonna be here all day. <laughs> well, we're only gonna get ten Once yards. Once in a lifetime!
3: What right? <laughs> <You laughs> you know, have you been occurred? doing in that tent for the last hour? <laughs>
1: Jacking it hard, <laughs> man! Now we're out of light again. Sorry, this is our third day in the same campsite. Hey, man, you gotta dream big, right? Oh Jesus! Right. You mate. know, it never occurred to me until you just
0: said that about the High Calvin Mountain that everyone, nearly everyone in Denver, is a member.
1: There you go.
2: <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was in Denver. Eighties <laughs> <80's> Jeff, <laughs> Captain Luddite. Back check the ending. <laughs> nearly well, everyone. That's talk pretty, pretty next presumptuous. Week in Geek. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone of consenting (laughs) (laughs) age. Even still, I mean, I've met some people from Denver.